This week in league, Blake Ferguson releases his own brand of halal beer. Cameron Smith becomes a purple cheek for life. The Firex era comes to Belmore in 2015. And we'll preview all of the action for round two of the 2014 NRL season. All that and more this week in league. Welcome to episode 145 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Glenn. Okay, feedback. So, uh, well, first thing, feedback on the uh, the membership thing was excellent. Well, I mean, we didn't have a lot of feedback on it per se of people going, you know, people just going stuff rampant and buying them was feedback enough for me. Yeah, exactly. People And, and you know, the, and the tweets we get about the membership would be like, you know, didn't even have to listen to the end of the show and fucking bought it up. How'd you hear about it then? If you didn't listen to the end of the show, because <laughs> it's pretty much the last thing we said. Well, it was a bit... I mean, there was a fair few t- tweets flying back and forth from people that did listen to the end of the show, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, no, very good, very good. Um, And, I mean, the goal of the whole thing, obviously, is to help us cover the costs of running the show and um and, and maybe have enough to buy, like, you know, an eight ball of Coke or something when we're finished for our Christmas party or, or, for, or for a live show. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> get And just get fucking... You know, <laughs> barb it out of our minds. <laughs> You'll find me in the pokey room if that happens. <laughs> An epic bender. <laughs> but um, you know, obviously, to to achieve this and to do this, we're getting a fuck ton of merchandise made for it as well. So there's obviously costs involved there. But I'm happy to say I'm pretty think I'm pretty sure that we've, you know, hit that figure already, well and truly. So legends. Thanks to everyone that's uh, supported the show. Um, in any way, shape, or form, not just membership, but um, you know the guys and girls that have bought membership so far, thank you very much, and uh, spread the good word, and we'll be uh, posting some pics of uh, of the gear as it starts coming online. Yep, when and we'll roll- get your packages out as soon as we can. Yeah, when it rolls in, we'll be uh, sending them out. Uh, and of course, if you are procrastinating, stop it. Fucking a stop it. Yes, Glenn, excellent point. Well, what's the word? What is there to procrastinate about? Yeah, really, this is it. You know, it's like I guess you know, like it's like do we feed the for, kids? Do we feed the kids this? Do we do we feed the kids this week, or do we buy uh, you know the whole family memberships for this week? Well, week? to use like um, Dennis Valente as an example, mm-hmm. and I like to make an example of him. Yes, and he, I'm pretty sure he likes to be made an example of. Last time um, that motherfucker pulled a fucking pineapple out of his wallet, Jesus almost had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> it was in, like, the first currency of Earth. <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure he didn't use it to buy a gag, which would have been advisable, because he shoots his fucking mouth off far too often for my liking. Um, He's becoming your new pet. Sorry? He's becoming your new pet. He really is. I just feel bad for the guy that clearly, I don't know how he manages... To type away at Twitter with all his trolling bullshit with two fucking stumps for arms, because obviously he've been hacked off at the elbows and can't reach his pockets. <laughs> but anyway, before I got before you know, Glenn started abusing people, um, for people, I mean, basically, if you're procrastinating, yeah, and, and if if you're procrastinating, yes, we probably will. You know, when we get all the stuff, you know, the shirts and lanyards and stubby holders and all that sort of stuff, we will probably get extra of all that merch so that we can build member packs for, for latecomers. But if you want to guarantee that we're going to have a shirt left that's in your size or, you know, any of the other exclusive merchandise items left, then you need to get on board now because once we sold out, we sold out for the season. Yes. And we definitely will not be doing a re a re 
print of, you know, shirts and you know, things like that. It's just too fucking expensive to do it. So This is limited time only shit, man. Get amongst it. Yeah, exactly. It's not like a club membership where you can go back and they'll just keep begging for your dollar till the season's out. It's always one home game left. Buy a one game membership. Bash it up your ass. You're coming last, you cunts. I'm not buying shit. I can honestly say I've never fucking had that experience <laughs> in, in, in supporting rugby league ever. <laughs> um, but yeah, now's the time to get on board. Um, we haven't pushed it, other than the show, we haven't really pushed it. Yeah, and like, you know, we'll retweet people who say that they've signed up and stuff like That'll that. That'll come. Yeah. Um, I think the response has been really good. And yep. um, over the next couple of weeks, hopefully that improves and uh, and the packs will be rolling out very soon. Exactly. So back to the feedback anyway. Um, face, Facebook and email, I mean, fuck all. Lift your game. We had a couple of people trying to troll the fuck out of me. Like, uh, it's funny, guy from Ian Saguna, and he was like... He was basically saying something about the manly game, like, oh fucking yeah, you know, like he's a Tigers fan. And so yeah. and so he's like, Oh fucking no, yeah, blah blah blah. And I was like and I didn't obviously see you it. You sent that before Sunday. I didn't see it until today. So I'm like, obviously you sent that message before Sunday, didn't you? And he's like, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. And then he kept he did try and come back and then you know, but I was like, Look, you know, you can't really come back from the fucking getting beaten by the worst team in the comp or flogged by the worst team in the comp. Anyway, Twitter. Your mate Unky D at Unky D said, uh, yay, a new app. Another season of abuse of the game, players, officials, and best of all, your own listeners. How prophetic he was. No idea. <laughs> no idea where you get that from, mate. At Hammers. Dennis, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> At Hammers, H4MMERZ. Your constant trolling of MUP23 by claiming the Titans have no chance is really hurtful to the other Titan fan out there. <laughs> Meaning himself. <laughs> M51 Avoider, good to hear you two back. The Alt Blakely list sounds like a winner. Four hosts next year. Wow. I'm not going to let those gronks on the show. <laughs> and you, this is now as good a time as any to tell the story that you, uh, I mean, people who follow us individually on Twitter would know. But uh, someone put something on Facebook about the, the list that Glenn spoke about. Yes, and about how I said my family were jerks, which I stand by wholeheartedly. Um... And my wife happened to see, I, I obviously replied to that comment and my wife saw that uh, particular action on my Facebook feed and uh, decided to have a listen to see just how bad I might have <laughs> This is the first time ever? Them. Sorry? Is that the first time ever? Oh, she has listened yeah. a couple of times, but uh, it's, you know, let's just say it's not a favourite thing to do to listen to me talk shit, what a surprise. Um, yes. Yeah, I have to listen to fucking yeah, six, six nights a week plus seven days. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, you're not not that impressed with the bagging I gave her, yeah. um, or our son. Uh, not that impressed with you calling her ignorant. Um, <laughs> True, stand pretty, behind. <laughs> pretty sure she's at home sharpening knives as we speak. So yeah, okay. Um, where are we? Fishpot13. Good, you're back. Not because I love footy, but because I get aroused by hearing cunt in an Aussie accent. Yes, so do I. <laughs> but you know who doesn't? Your wife. Freak09. Introducing my father-in-law to this week in league tomorrow on the drive to work. I assured him there'd be no obscenities or manly supporters. Oosh. <laughs> and uh, he hasn't tweeted again. so It's I'm, no longer his father-in-law. I'm pretty sure the father-in-law just took the wheel and just ploughed them into a tree. <laughs> or ploughed them into the Pine River because he doesn't live too far away from here. So he probably they put him, put him off the Pine River Bridge straight into the drink. Uh, boy, a, uh, a marquee off... Uh that yeah. particular gentleman. Yeah. You could probably go and pick it up for me. 
a marquee, hey? Mm. Well, you mean like it's going to be like one of those little gazebo? Fucking... You know, one of those okay. pop-up gazebo things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no. Matrix. Sammy Boy, nineteen eighty-six. You pissed up, motherfuckers. Good to have you back. How dare you? We've been drunk like once, twice, maybe five times max. Maybe Certainly, 10. no more than ten. <laughs> <laughs> But that's out of 150 episodes almost, so yeah, come on now. Son, the Ben Z. Fellas, the Dubai Nines would fail miserably. No crowds. They don't attend cricket there. League would be wasted on them. Good feedback. I like it. That is like the non-gronkiest thing he's ever tweeted to us. And his Possibly tweets, the only non-gronky and, thing he's And his tweets, his tweets through throughout the games were absolutely dreadful. And he's trying to start like a massive Twitter fight with Chapo as well. Yeah. So it's literally... But it, even, it, anyone that knows Chapo knows that he's not up for any sort of fight. A Twitter fight, a real fight, a fucking, you know, a thumb wrestle... He's he's not up for it. He he's, doesn't have the intestinal force. He was telling me through the week. He was telling he was telling me through the week that he thinks that you hate him. Well, I do, um, but not in the way you might think. Um, and you unfollowed him on Twitter too. I don't actually recall doing that, but it would seem that I have, and I'm not going to give him the satisfaction of now following him. So <laughs> <laughs> I can see I can see his work on on Twitter via our uh, our podcast feed. So that's good enough for me. I don't need to see it on my actual <laughs> personal timeline. I'm just going to do All it right. at it. Thanks very much. At CK Jonesy oh, said, hash fuck. fitting. What about we go from Valente to Ben Zed to Chapo to this fuckhead? Hash just... fitting. I'm working in Blacktown today, walking down to West Point right in front of Blacktown workers listening to This Week in League. There you go. And I'll not hear Probably a bad word about Jonesy. Probably went in there looking for a job. Annie O'Brien. Fuck you guys for talking shit about Kiwis. Oh, that's and another thing Nicklin gave it to me about. She goes, does anyone from New Zealand actually listen to your show? Well, there's this chick called Annie, but I'm pretty sure she's going to stop listening after this week. <laughs> it's funny. A couple of people have made comments, oh, you know, blah, 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 but I'm from New Zealand. Yeah. And, and like, wow, we must have went, fuck, I don't recall us kicking them that hard, but we must have went oh, super hard. Even the guy that comes to work, we have a personal trainer that comes to work a couple of times a week. I say we, it was probably you. It was me. Yeah. And, um, he goes, oh, so I listened to your podcast last week. He goes, I didn't quite make it all the way through, but... Then you just fucking pulled out a hucker and started doing the hucker. And, and I was like... <laughs> Benji right, Tony. He goes, you went really hard on Jamie Soward and Kiwis. <laughs> well, Jamie Soward, yeah, that's part of it. hard on the Kiwis. Well, like, since when have we He goes, we I can handle this Jamie Soward. Like, everyone hates him, but Kiwis, really? What do you hate Kiwis for? <laughs> we have to well, listen back to it. Them. I just think it's fun to take the piss out of them because they're not real people. It sounds like it's, it must have been like the way the way that like Kiwis have reacted about it, it must have been a fucking all time spray. I think all I time. said as someone um posted to Twill quotes. Yep. Said um <laughs> you're renowned for Benji Marshall and fish lollies. Kudos to you as a country. <laughs> Which is possibly that's, you know, easily top five hundred best things I've ever said. <laughs> It's hard to narrow them all down. There's so many of them. Yeah. So Angie's going to say, and I know more than just the Warriors. She does. She's quite intelligent. God forbid you insult her. Fucking hell. She wants to scratch her eyes out. Yeah, don't mess with her. Sorry? Do don't not mess, mess with her. her. Do not. Okay. Uh, at Fubar underscore 84 said, you should, have re- you should have named that episode Awkward Silence. The, the delay after the Razzle Dazzle headline was brilliant. I was genuinely perplexed. <laughs> I mean, it's not a visual medium that we operate in here, but yeah. It's, it's just... And even watching the game, there were several things where I thought, what I really want to tweet now was, 
dear Kurt, was that the razzle or the dazzle? And, <laughs> and then he got and, knocked out. And congratulations to Kurt Gidley for um, winning the race with <laughs> Cat's hair, Terry Campisi, to be the first person fucking injured out of the two of them. <laughs> Only took him half football. Okay. <laughs> Undiluted seven, which is which used to be Mr. Bowles. His Twitter account got suspended for some reason and still hasn't been restored. Because he's a fucking cock. He must have been like have six. You- like, he, he must have you read anything he tweets or anything. He's like, it's just like dumb, dumb Penrith shit, though. He's like someone had a fuckhead machine, <laughs> dialed it all the way up to the end, and made a chapo, yeah. and went, "Wow, that's way too much fuckhead." I'm gonna dial it back a touch, and then you got Mr. Bowles. So, so, you, so what you're doing is actually slagging chapo there. Well, both. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably. It's like when Robin Hood shoots the arrow through the arrow. He just. Okay, cool. That's a Robin Hood reference, Nathan. Do yeah, you get it? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You seen so you seen that movie? Oh, seen interesting. Numerous variations interesting. of yeah, mainly yeah, the animated yeah, one. Yeah, interesting, interesting. You're probably big on Titanic as well. This my is this week. Go on, Nathan. This week Even in after movies. Last Sunday, my heart will go on. This week in movies that I had to sit through. The fuck, chick. <laughs> <laughs> Notebook. <laughs> Although once a girl proposed the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves when it was out, in this, this is when I was in grade twelve or something when it came out of cinemas. Girlfriend at the time, she did propose that one, and I was like, "Nah, Terminator 2. <laughs> wow, <laughs> which is a far more fucking romantic movie. I'll have you know. And when you went for ninety seconds, you know, later that night, he <laughs> hopped off and said, "I'll, I'll be, be back." back. <laughs> Well, it's not, it's not that night, really, because, you know, it's school age, you don't have your own house. I mean, you know, these things have to be... <laughs> Main in Campbelltown. <laughs> yeah, I was there at night time, yeah. Okay. Well, you yeah, get home from the movies, your parents are like, well, you know what you've got to do now. You get from the movies, your you parents You know what you've got to do. There's the alley. <laughs> you get, you get, you get There's home. the alley. Here's a rubber band and a crunchy wrapper. Go your hardest. You get home from the movies, your parents are still in jail. <laughs> Didn't, get, um, didn't, didn't you bail that out? Yeah, didn't get well, it. I'm in jail too. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't get released magically Send your in that, sister. In that two eight. and a half hour window. Well, what? Tell her to bring a pocket money. Uh, finally, Queenslander twenty two. Welcome back, boys. Just finished the first ep of gold. Take it easy on us Broncos fans. We already know it's going to be a long year. He's my favourite. At this point, really. A fucking Broncos fan that knows they're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and isn't like, you know, just covering up and, you know, just being, oh, no, blah, was, blah, Broncos. There was blah. people like Mr. Wars was like, he was <sighs> half excited, but then there was a couple of tweets where he like sort of knew what what he was in store for. He had some fear. And then they fucking won. And then it just went, oh, all of a sudden we've got Wally Lewis, Alan Langer, Gene Miles, Carrot uh, Walters and all these people back playing for the Broncos. Mm-hmm. We cannot lose. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how do you, what are you? You guys should be Tigers fans. Yeah. Or yeah. me as a Tigers yeah, fan. Because not all fan. Tigers fans are as optimistic and positive <laughs> as about the Tigers' clear premiership chances as I am. Um, you know, they're, they're quite negative and clearly know nothing about rugby league. You know, much like these Broncos fans. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I'm, I'm he's your favourite. Okay, good. He's, he's my favourite. Uh, as I said, was, uh, apart from Instagram, He's no real Facebook feedback. No emails this week. We've talked about membership. Done. (laughs) 
news. Okay, um, the first story this week is uh, back on Asada. Gee, I'd love to not fucking do any more Asada stories, but in a week where there wasn't a great deal of news, this is one of the, the half dozen stories that uh, I came up with. So the Asada investigation into banned use at Cronulla has been narrowed down to four members of their 2011 team who are set to be issued with show cause notices by the end of this month. So in two weeks-ish... We're gonna have, we'll we're, have get, we're gonna know picture. who four, we, the, the, it, it will be public who the four are, I would say. And they say it is the first wave of action against Sharks players, but I mean, fuck me, dead. They've taken enough time to get there, um, and uh, it's not known whether the show cause notices have been prepared for any of the dozens of players from rival clubs who were interviewed last year. Asada interviewed around twenty players who were part of Cronulla's twenty eleven squad, which an internal investigation found was treated with peptide injections, creams, and tablets over an eleven week period. Asada also possessed evidence suggesting selected Sharks players remained in private contact with the two men who allegedly engineered and executed the program. Sports science to Stephen Dank and supplement salesman Darren Hibbert. I believe he was the gazelle, wasn't he? The rugby league gazelle. <laughs> <laughs> rugby league gazelle. Uh, both Dank and Hibbert have denied he's going to implicate Andrew Voss here shortly. Exactly. He's the fucking, he's the true yellow king behind it all. Uh, it <laughs> I is, don't get it. Yeah, that's the reference you don't get. But if you, did you bring a USB this week? Nah. Fuck, I might find one. True detective, get on it. Everyone, everyone with a brain's already been on it. But Glenn, trust me. It's not known whether action against Cronulla players will be limited to the four people who are due these show cause notices, but um, it says here from the NRL's perspective, there's been a long-held sense of compassion for Shark players whose lone connection to the probe may have come from obeying the direction of their coaching staff. Asada, however, cannot make such distinctions. If the anti-doping watchdog believes there's enough evidence of banned drug use against any player, no matter what the circumstances, it will order the NRL to issue an infraction notice. However, Asada must first issue the show cause notice directly to any player it intends to charge. The show cause notice is a preliminary procedural step, which gives recipients the opportunity to argue why they should not be placed on Asada's register of findings and charged with a doping offence. So, an athlete can challenge that. They can go to an administrative appeals tribunal. If they're unsuccessful there, they can take it all the way up to the federal court. Both the AAT and federal court generally generally suppress the names of athletes who challenge show cause notices, although the proceedings themselves can be made public. Athletes are generally permitted to continue competing while the challenges are being heard. So then, after all that... If they're still found to, you know, I guess have cause, then they get an infraction notice from the NRL when they either accept the show cause notice or they, you know, exhausted all their avenues of appeal. And, uh, fuck, you'd want to be fairly certain you're innocent if you went to that point, wouldn't you? Yeah, because it's going to cost you a lot of money to fucking fight all that shit through the court. You want to be pistoriusing it. Pistoriusing it. What do you reckon? What do you reckon the odds of him getting off are? I saw, um, what, Coleman? A lady that I follow on Twitter today who's actually a lawyer. Okay. Um, was saying it makes it feel sick to say it, but the defence is actually doing a great creating job, creating reasonable reasonable doubt. doubt. Yeah, because yeah, all the all the stuff that we've had over here is kind of like, you know, oh he screams like a girl or whatever, because like that was a defence, you know, like they they heard a scream mm. like a female, and they go no that's him, that's what he screams like, and stuff like that, and it makes him makes it look bad for him. But I saw Mike Coleman from the Courier Mail, he's over there. Okay. And he and I saw a tweet. He's a good journal. I saw I saw a he's like, he's a career mail journal. So I mean, yeah, how fucking. Good oh, I, I don't I don't have too many issues with him. But he um he someone retweeted him into my timeline and said he said something like uh you know the way that this case is being portrayed over there over here is um it's all wrong. His fucking team are doing a number 
on like a, an, a they're doing an Academy Award winning performance in the courtroom. Right. His fucking defense team. So yeah, so they must be yeah. I mean, obviously he's got the best lawyers money can buy, and it sounds like they're going to be worth the investment. I guess we'll find out, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You want to be? I mean, I myself have had almost an Oscar Pistorius moment when um, shooting your wife through the bathroom door. Not quite. Um, <laughs> Nicklin, in the early stages of uh, of her current pregnancy, was having serious trouble sleeping, and I was um, fucking exhausted at mm. that point in time from providing podcasts to everyone for free, etc., yeah, etc. Exactly. PS buy memberships. Um, and uh, so, to give her a little bit of respite, I was uh, sleeping in the spare room. Yeah. And I'd been, as- I hadn't been asleep for long, but you know, sometimes when you're that fucking exhausted, it's literally like five seconds after your head hits it, yeah. you're gone. Yeah, you just plunge straight into deep. So, yeah. and Nicola generally goes to bed later than me, because if she goes to bed too early, she wakes up at two o'clock in the morning, can't go back to sleep. I don't know, it's fucking weird. Anyway, gone to bed, put my head down, passed out. Next thing I know, I can hear the screen door shutting, like banging, yeah, and yeah. the front door opening. And without thinking, I've like grabbed my little like Tommy knocker stick that I keep under. You the grabbed bed. your Beretta, you know, a millimeter. Yeah. <laughs> and I've come charging out of the spare room down the hallway. Neglected to strap your legs on. You've just gone down in your stumps. <laughs> Blade Runner, I love it. Um, come charging down the hallway yeah. and thankfully Nicklin heard me coming realised what was happening that I was having a bit of a moment because I was still delirious from being tired yeah. flicks a light on it's only me champ <laughs> go back to bed in, in, in true Nicklin Blackley fashion it's like so nonchalant I was like seriously you're going to fucking hit me with that <laughs> go and stick it up your ass and get back to bed <laughs> bitch <laughs> That's how you put it back into the concealed place where you hide your little yeah, your Exactly. Uh, I said under the bed, that was code for out of my ass. <laughs> diplomatic immunity. <laughs> exactly. You get that one? It's a bit hard because where I've carved sunny into it, it's uh, it gets a bit scratchy. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, that's the sad thing. I mean, it looks like you know when you when you look at the process and the fact that they can, you know, they've got two, two uh, avenues of appeal... This could fucking draw on for another year easily. Or players would be like, "Yeah, I'm fucked. I'll cop it." And do you think a football player who has like a you know a depend, football player, depending on like who a, it is, much like a football player that takes advice from his coach slash trainer that says he take this and goes okay, if he has a lawyer yeah. that says not worth fighting, mate. Okay. Yeah. 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 If they're wearing a polo shirt at the time, automatic authority. I'll do whatever you say. All right. So, and uh, yeah, so it's only four of them, and they're going to, it looks like uh, with Essendon, there might be up to 12 of them that might get these notices as well. And um, no, con- no, no comment from uh, solicitor Richard Redman, who represents nine of the Sharks players. So, uh, he, they, and, and it says here, sources close to the Sharks claim the players have heard nothing from Asada since October. It's going to be very interesting if some of the players do go down and, and they were strictly following club orders. Yeah. Because that could, that'll fucking spell the end of the Cronulla Sharks. They'll relocate. Yeah. Have Central to. Queensland Sharks. Perth Sharks. Perth Sharks. Fitting. Perth Sharks. A lot of shark attacks over there. Isn't yeah, they might be a more dangerous side over there. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but, look, I, um, not that I, I particularly want to see that happen, don't get me wrong, but the players are going to be looking, 
to say, well, depending on, you know, let's say they are found guilty, how long are they out for? Are yeah. they banned for life? Are they well, two, you know, be two years? Two years like, yeah. Some of yeah. them might be at the end of their career, or yeah. you know, put two years them, on Gallon. He's exactly. done. Yeah. So where's he going to recoup his one point five million dollars? That's it, isn't it? To be revealed. Mm. And speaking of people recouping one point five million dollars, Cameron Smith has decided to become a one-club player, a lucrative four-year deal in the offing that will see him finish his career with the Melbourne Storm, and um. What was the money on that one? I'm just looking going through this story at the moment. Oh, undisclosed. It's all undisclosed. Undisclosed. I mean, did break a Guinness World Record for the amount of cash you can fit in a brown paper bag. Harvey Harvey Norman's pretty much filed for bankruptcy in the state of Victoria <laughs> yeah. at this point. Downtown Melbourne, Cam's boat shop has just opened. Yeah, exactly. Not selling boats, mate. And uh, he's these got, are all mine. And he's got more jet skis than he has children at this point. <laughs> But yeah, so um, you know, I guess you know, congratulations to Storm for getting their man. I wonder if uh, you know, Helen Bellamy's going to stick around. I guess that's the next uh, key. Um, well, Billy Slater will be coming up, I guess, eventually. And um, Cronk's Cronk's there long term. Smith's there for the rest of his career. You wouldn't think Bellamy's going to go anywhere. If there's one player out of that three, you know, Slater would probably be the guy that you could let go. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, if, if it came down, yeah, which I don't think it will. Um, what about the Broncos? Well, if it I wasn't s- for Ben Barber and, and that particular situation which led to him having to get out and yeah. the Broncos geographically being the most logical solution for him, yeah. they would have missed every fucking one. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is that it's and not... And what a- happens with Mil- if they if Milford reneges, which may or may not happen... He could. Yeah, he very, he very well could because, yeah, you, know, know, you know, it's in his game. But Anthony Milford isn't the answer no. to the Broncos' problems. no. Ben Barber may be part of the way there, but he's not going to do it all on his own. Dan Lockyer could come out of retirement. He wouldn't be the answer to their problems, well, quite frankly. They'd probably go all right. But... <laughs> <laughs> There's some but shit that goes on in that side that Dan The Lockyer thing that I for. saw, though, was that um, I don't know if it came from Bellamy or not, or if it came from Smith, but they said something along the lines that, you know, that there was no actual offer made from the Broncos. Yeah, that came from Cam Smith. So. Yeah, so they can they can talk about missing out on him all they want, but they're spassies because they didn't even make, make an offer. offer. Exactly, um, make an offer. They talk to your thoroughbreds. Line up your brown paper bags. Yeah. Make it happen. Easy. I don't know. The Broncos, they suck at they suck at football now, don't they? And management of clubs and stuff. For for a club that got it so right for so long. Yeah. Geez, they've they found themselves and you know, they they didn't come out looking great in the, the Greg Inglis thing. They didn't come out looking great in the Ben Barber thing. Yeah, it looks stupid the, in the English thing, yeah. The the Anthony Milford thing hasn't been you know, at the end of the day they got their man, but yeah. um you know, the way that's all played out, it's not a great look for the club either. Like, the Broncos of 10 years ago wouldn't have stood for any of that shit. Yep, yep. You know. Exactly. There's, there's players that have been sacked for showing up to training drunk or late um, mm-hmm. on more than one occasion and have been sacked from the club, yep. which is far less than what Ben Barber's alleged to have done. You know, there's players that have, like, you know, one, one fight or something like that, gone. Yeah. You know, so. Ian Lacey. Yep. Punted. Dean Gagai, punted. Gagai, yeah, punted. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're a different club and it shows on the field. Despite the fact they won on the weekend and my team didn't. <laughs> Lightning struck. Uh, yeah, there were mitigating factors there. For the Broncos win, that is. Not yours, your team's got no fucking excuses. Uh, Fuck Andrew man, Fafita. I'll get to the excuses. I've made plenty. Oh, cool. I'm interested. Uh, Andrew Fafita has uh, inked himself a lucrative deal as well. And I imagine it would probably be in the general ballpark of uh, Cameron Smith. I doubt it would be as much. But, um, you know, he's also uh, taking up a, a four-year deal. Uh, he'll join the Bulldogs for the 2015 season onward. 
and uh, apparently three point four million dollars over those four years. That's fucking sinful money. Desi's a coach, so he's probably getting like four hundred G's next year and four hundred the year after that, and then one and a half million, or whatever, you know, because you know Desi does love the backload of contract, and uh, then he'll probably leave the Bulldogs about <laughs> the time those pains kick in, and then oh, fuck that. Bullshit, that motherfucker. Fucking hero, the homecoming, the fucking yeah. return of the prodigal son, because we loved you, and we never stopped loving you, despite all those horrible things we said. No, he's he he can barely even show his face in the Leafs club. I wouldn't. Know. He I, fucking lives in Manly, and if he, he's still mates with Tuvi, and if he, they have barbecues, and if he uh, if he didn't get his life membership, I'd like be very disappointed. Um, but from Fafita, I wasn't the smartest kid in school, and if it can help me get a start in life and get a house over my family's head, I'm more than happy to help them out. I don't know if that means he's like he's helping his family out, or he's helping the doggies out by going to the doggies. I think he means helping his family out. I, I don't know. He wasn't on chump change at Cronulla, I'm sure. When I see and it, I would imagine Cronulla was offering a substantial upgrade to what he was on when he first came to the club, given everything he's achieved in the game, playing for Australia, playing for, yeah. New, for New South Wales. When I see that text like that, I think you know, it makes me, I wasn't the smart man at school. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to play football. <laughs> just want, wanted to provide for Jenna, eh? <laughs> um, <laughs> Look, I... I just, I just want a player to come out and say, you know what, did it for the money. He does. Uh, he said he he shed tears when he broke the news to the teammates after they lost to the Gold Coast. I told them I didn't want to leave. I told them that I didn't want to okay. leave. Okay. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I'm looking to the future. But 2014, I'm a Sharks man. If Sharks fans have trust in me, I'm going to go out with a bang. And if they don't? Well, as, twi- as Twitter has shown, they don't. And in fact, they have contempt for you. What does that mean? He's going to play like he did on Monday night for the whole season? Well, you know, less than weeks he's suspended as well because he fucked up there too. Um, they haven't won a premiership. Hear that, Sharkies fans? You haven't won a premiership ever. They haven't won a premiership and I just want you all out there to follow me and I'll give it 100%. <sighs> I'm not going to follow him on Twitter just because he's on with the doggies and he wants to do something for the Sharks. <laughs> Stupid, and um, yeah. Good money if you can get it. I can't begrudge the bloke actually taking the offer. It's a business on the table. You have um, a limited shelf life. It. Just come out and say, you know what? Yep, and that's what, and that's what he did. So he said, you know, he's looking to the future. So you know, he uh, he, he didn't want to leave, but they threw you know some some fuck off money at him, and so he's taking it. Shed tears. Best really. of luck to him. Yeah, I don't I don't begrudge any player from any club taking the highest bid. That's what that's what it's all about yeah, at the end yeah. of the day. And he announced it on Twitter as well. He said, I would like to announce that for season 15, 16, 17 and 18, I will be with the Bulldogs. But 2014, I am a shark and I can't wait to finish on a bang. I don't know what that means. Me either. I know what, with a bang, but um, on a bang. On a bang. See how those guns, the doggies, he's going to take up with fucking player A's, A, B and C's wives. <laughs> oh, God. Let's move on from this before we get uh, any further in the, into the muck. <laughs> fucking hell. All right, so what do we got next? Ben Barber, racially abused on Instagram mm-hmm. following the Broncos game, or during the, the Broncos game against the doggies. Did you see what that, that what was said? Yeah. I don't, Pretty I don't disgusting. Condone. Oh, absolutely. I don't condone. He was an 18-year-old, so this is someone who should know better, from yeah. the Dapto Canaries. Because he's, he's, he's a name to strike fear into the hearts yeah. of your opponents. So he's... Uh, we got this week, Dad. Oh, the Canaries. Fucking what? He's been rounded up by the NRL Integrity Unit because uh, he personally apologised to, to Barber and obviously then he became known from that. I'd say he would have had to contact the NRL to try and, you know, get Barber's contact details and, you know, go from there. Uh, he called him, and I quote, a filthy abo on Instagram. 
Calm down, son. People are fucking idiots. I don't get what you get out of that at the end of the day. Like, yeah. I get that, that many fans, Bulldogs fans and, and otherwise, have contempt for Ben Barber. And exactly. some of the stuff that's played out in the media... Call him a filthy what, wife beater. Can't get in trouble then. Allegedly. Um, but well, why do you have to go down the racial vilification path? I don't really understand It's because it. people are racist... And it's when they lose their temper, you know, they're, you know, what the, this person, he's, you know, his true, you know, self has come out it's and he just reached straight for At that. At the end of the day, like I said, I, I see that a lot of fans have contempt for Ben Barber and um, at the end of the day, I don't know, I, I don't condone his alleged actions either. Um, and I'm, I'm not saying one fucking thing is worse than the other. They're both fairly deplorable. The, the as far two, as I'm and, the, and the two things shouldn't even be weighed against each other. Yeah. They're completely separate issues. Sure, but I just I'm like, what fucking possesses people to do that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so Barbara, like you say some, you like you run people down on Twitter. There's no doubt. Oh yeah, that, but, but I never go on any yeah, like race or anything like that. Yeah, no, exactly. Like you're just down out like cuntish to people. But yeah, yeah, you exactly. Make it about race. No, exactly. You hate everyone equally, Nathan, yeah. and that's what I love about you. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't hit people. I, I, there's, there's a line that I don't cross. Other people will cross. There's no the colour. There's no colour with you, Nathan. Yeah, but it's not even colour. It's just like other stuff. Like you see people on 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 Twitter calling, you're you know, colourblind. Call, call you're colourblind in your cuntishness. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm an e- I'm, I'm an equal opportunity cunt. Yes, but um, there are people on there. You see, like I go, I start calling people pedos and stuff. Yeah, and like, like oh, fucking calm that's down. Fucking low. It is. I mean, like you know, you don't go there. Definitely not. I mean, unless you know it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you know it's true for a fact, but you know, maybe you should notify the authorities and perhaps provide <laughs> yeah, some evidence. Exactly. You know, maybe, maybe do some good with that. Help, police build, help, help the police build a case and perhaps get the children involved out of that situation. Exactly. Um, the Barbara released a statement and said that he um, appreciates that people can make mistakes and I, I accept the apology offered. I was once a teenager and made mistakes. As a grown man, you made mistakes too, son. I believe as long as this young man receives some education on racial abuse and the effects it has, he can learn from the incident. I certainly don't want him lost from our game because that's the other thing. I mean, he's that those Canaries player and he's basically been stood down from rugby league until they see fit. Basically, he's got a... Uh... What's the Dapto Canary salary cap? I mean, you know, and how much of a chunk is old mate taken out of it? Four and twenty what's pies. What's his potential? What's his, you know, yeah. what's he got in store for the game? How big know. a fucking deal? I don't know, I don't How know. How big a deal is it if he's lost to the game? Ben, yeah, I mean, let us, yeah, fill us in. I guess, you know, the NRL you know, oversees everything and they want to, you know, pun- seem, be seen to be punishing, uh, you know, racial abuse, uh, you know, appropriately. As they should. I just want to know, on another note, yeah. why the fuck is any rugby league team from DAPTO not named the Dogs? Yeah, I want that too. There's that too. Jeez. Maybe someone from Dapto can give us the history of the Mighty Canaries. Is there more than one team in Dapto? Can you Dapto? say the Mighty Canaries? Canaries like the it's least a mighty. Canary. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they die if they get gassed. <laughs> <laughs> what? They die if you don't feed them, apparently. Exactly. <laughs> they die if your cat gets in the cage. Hardly a predatory bird, like a magpie or something. Like yeah, something exactly. tough like that. Exactly. So this this uh, this kid is um is basically going to be stood down, and he is going to get uh, educated, and you have to do like a, a you know a, a racial sensitivity you know sort of thing, and then when that's all said and done, then they will assess him and make a decision on whether he can uh, you know get take get, one look at him and go, you're from Dapto, you're fucked, mate. Get back to fucking smashing people with the mighty Canaries. If in fact they do that. Um, and speaking of poor behaviour, Nathan Peets. 
uh, player in my supercoach side, motherfucker, has been stood down uh, from the match against the Roosters this uh, Saturday night and fined $5,000 over two off-season incidents in Bali. So uh, it's unfortunate because he was the man in the match and did, did great in fantasy. 36-16 win uh, over the Warriors. Uh, he's been under investigation. Uh, this is, this is a funny the thing. Club, or? No, by the NRL Integrity Unit over an altercation that occurred in October before he joined Parramatta. So he's been punished by the Eels. Well, I guess he's been punished by, you know... The, the NRL. Yeah. The NRL's given the information to Parramatta and they've got to probably act on it, unfortunately, for them because, you know, through no fault of their own, uh, they've imposed a four-match ban with three games of that four suspended until October. So uh, I guess if they get in the finals, you won't I don't know. I mean, what are they... Is it basically if he, if he re-offends then those yeah. three games will be added on to whatever else happens and to him? And then if he gets to October with a clean skin, they'll wipe it, wouldn't Yeah, they? okay. So he's got $10,000 fines and they're suspending $5,000 of that as well uh, after receiving a complaint from another person involved in the incident. Uh, he's also been ordered to undergo an anger management course provided by NRL Welfare and Education Department and uh, Parramatta say that while no criminal charges were laid against Pete's, the club and NRL Integrity Unit found he'd breached the NRL Code of Conduct. So he's accepted the penalty and will not be available for selection this weekend. I wonder what happened. Well, uh, anger management, so he's punched on, but I mean, do you punch on with like rabbits or, you know? Rabbits. With rabbits players, you know, like was it like end of right. season trip to Bali with them? Like or was it like, you know what I mean? Was like, this an animal abuse case or <laughs> what's going on? I don't think they put you in anger management for fucking punching <laughs> rabbits. <laughs> I mean, are, are rabbits still considered vermin in Bali or are they? Are they a deity or... Probably Not food. Up with culture. Probably food. Probably, either, food yeah. probably a delicacy. Possibly. Possibly. But anyway, that's Surely that. we would have heard more about it if you punched on with players. I remember that I had, I had never heard a thing about this, with the exception of a, you know some vague tweets from the mole on right. Twitter ages ago, saying that someone's going to get in trouble for something. It's going to come out, and then then after this, he's like, "Remember that thing that I couldn't talk about." Yeah. That's the what I was talking about. Right. So it's been in the offing, obviously, since October. Mark very often the old mile. Oh, he misses it all the fucking time. But um, when he's right, he's he right. does scoop some stuff. Yeah, he does. He does scoop some decent stuff. But yeah, I mean, he's he's wrong a fucking lot too. He just throws it all out there and sees what sticks. And yeah, people remember the ones that hit. Gotcha. Like like me at the end of the in the in the uh, hits and misses. I'll hit like a couple of awesome things. Miss miss ninety percent. If only put the ten percent like myself. Hundred <laughs> percent incorrect. Recaps from the very first round of the 2014 NRL season. We kicked off on Thursday night football where the South Sydney Rabbleos 28 defeated the Sydney Roosters 8. Oh, why not? That fucking Rabble couldn't even get in the grand final with all the NRL and Channel 9 backing. Can't argue with that. Such a fucking troll. Can you? Wow, I'm speaking the truth. What do you think of this game? I was pretty disappointed in the Roosters, actually. Look, I'm going to be honest. Overall, on the round one, with a, a few exception exceptional moments, it's pretty fucking ordinary standard of football. It was like the the robbery of a couple of trials, you know, through the um, the Auckland Nines. I don't know if that's a factor, but it just seemed like uh, a lot of teams didn't have their shit together at all. Yeah, there was some fairly scrappy stuff across the board. Um, as far as this game, I think this particular result. And and the way South really turned it up against the Roosters, I, I think it's probably a sign of things to come this season for the Roosters. Do you think? No. Teams just cut, turning it up 
to play him. Yeah, oh, for the Roosters, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I agree with that. You know, people always, I mean, you know, grand final. You that's know, how it gr- works. You know, like the premier, the premiers come in, and every week they they've got targets on their backs, and that's to be expected. Yeah, but there's also bad blood between these two sides because they were duking it out for the minor premiership all season as well. Remember, so yeah, and I, I don't know. Look, it was a similar result in round one last year, and the Chooks went on to win the comp. So I don't know how much you can read into it over the course of a season, but um, as far as this game, I, I think Inglis was looking fairly ominous. Yeah, very good. Um, Hattrick. As it wasn't good all that long do. ago we were talking about him coming into a season just looking completely and utterly unfit. Yeah. And the last couple of years, he's looked fucking fantastic. Looked pretty fucking big this season too. Yeah, straight out of the blocks. Yeah. Like, um, I think the, the Roosters cost themselves any chance in this game just by, you know, silly errors, pushing passes and, and you know, drop ball, just which obviously equated to more defence and... At this time of the year, when fatigue does set in late in the game, um, more than what it do- does when teams are more conditioned, um, I think it's it's suicide at this time of year, and it's um, and it showed. She just ran away with it. You know what I think the real factor was? What? Mustaches. It's <laughs> fucking sex offender mustaches that some you know selected Roosters players yeah. you know, had on there. Mitchell Pearce. Sunny. Did it ruin him for you? Yeah, gotta say it did. You're off him. Until he gets oh, out of the I old Gillette. <laughs> we back on. Don't, don't worry, but I was like, what, what, what are you doing? Fair to say then you prefer uh, a shave in Sonny Bill? Yeah, I just, what are you doing? You, you had it right, mate. Don't fuck with it. <laughs> the fact the winning combination. Uh, see, Mitchell Pierce, I mean, I get yeah. he's got to try something new. I mean. Yeah. Mitchell Pierce is doing, you're doing everything wrong, mate. Uh, CA oh, photo 10. Fair dinkum, there's sex pests that would be embarrassed by Mitchell Pierce's moustache. <laughs> Former underscore legend. I'd have more confidence in Oscar Pistorius's legs than Lottie Takiri's. <laughs> um, Lottie had a couple of runs, and then yeah. <laughs> in the commentary, someone said, one of them said, "You know, when Lottie stays down these days, you you, you know you start to worry." <laughs> well, fucking yeah. Generally, when he stays down, it's for a long period. Because he of could time. die of fucking older age on the field. <laughs> Dashing Dan won. I would say the Ruth- the Roosters were toothless tonight, but I said I wouldn't insult South fans this season. <laughs> Mickey T, 1985 South clinical performance. Roosters look flat. Lucky to get even their only try. Uh, long season ahead, but both top four teams. Unky D. Channel 9 award MOM to Sergis. Proof beyond all reasonable doubt that Channel 9 Burgeye loving will continue shit. in 2014. How does England score a hat-trick? And not get them out, yeah. And not get them out of the match. It's not like he's a winger. The only time I would approve... And... Yeah, the only time I would approve of the man of the match going to Sergis is if I had money on him to get the man of the match. <laughs> and I did not... I, didn't I mean, know don't get me wrong, he's had some legitimate cracking games. I just, I'm not but sure. But English played one. like one of those fucking all-time games. Yeah. You know, literally, it'd be one of the best individual performances of the season by the time it's all yeah, said and done. Yeah, English slipped it into fuck you mode and was like, "Yeah, okay, exactly. I'm just gonna blast out." It's a like he strapped on a Queensland Aussie. jersey, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at Shane Aaron Elvis, Roosters fell into a barrel of bird eye and came out sucking their thumbs. <laughs> hash smashed. Hash Thursday thumping. Hash truth candy. And then you know the official hashtag. You know, the last word on this goes to Unky D again. Breaking. Why does he get two tweets read out? Because they're good. Breaking. Redfern Council planned ticker tape parade for South to celebrate their premiership win. <laughs> hash March, March Premiers. Hash in the bag. So bitter. No arguments there. Move to Friday night. Second game of the season. The Brisbane Broncos, 18. 
stunned the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs 12. And uh, this one, I didn't go through the scorers for the, the last game, but that's okay. We'll, you know, we'll get back into the, you know, had a short preseason. <laughs> we'll get back into it. The uh, Broncos tries to Dale Copley, Daniel Vito, Lachlan Maranta conversions, two from three, Corey Parker, and one penalty goal to Ben Hunt. Defeat the Doggies. Josh Morris got a try. Tony Williams, can you believe it? Did something. And Trent Hodkinson, two from two conversions. Big story, obviously, for this game was Ben Barber playing against his old club. I thought he was solid. If yeah. Not, he wasn't really spectacular. He, he had a couple of moments. Saved the, Broncos a couple of tell you, the Broncos will tell you he was fucking spectacular. The Broncos fans. Oh, I think he was solid. He was but, solid, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think it was It was a long way from the best I've seen him play. This is a shit game, I'd like to I'd just interject and say. It was fairly scrappy, as we said, um, you know, across the board for a lot of games. I think the dogs showed, until they get some real Halves. flair in attack, <laughs> just, they, they're in desperate need of what Barber used to bring. <laughs> and, and funnily enough, all the rumours this week have revolved around fucking the doggies want to, you know, throw like a, a Graham or a Tolman at Manly in, return, in, in exchange for Hiku. Like, instant change right now. Like or, not the answer. or like you know they wanted to, you know sort you know sort something out with the, the Warriors you know and to get Fisiahi. It shows that and, and I thought Ennis was really poor in this game. He was fucking atrocious. It shows Josh Reynolds too. and it's a bit like uh, I saw last year and I'm loath to bring up Benji again. I'll just this particular comment yeah. applies to Josh Reynolds. Um, one of those Mitchell nerds on Twitter said the issue with Benji has always been. He's a fucking spectacular Robin, but a fucking woeful Batman. <laughs> and that same applies for Josh Reynolds. He ain't no fucking Batman. When when Michael Ennis has complete control of the ruck and the forwards are going forward and Ben Barber was at the back taking everyone's eyes off, you know, the other half. What's going on, yeah. Josh Reynolds, yes, he's a competitor. Yes, he gets in there and, and, and makes some hustle plays. But as far as being creative yeah, and... and you know, making his teammates, um, you know, getting his teammates involved and, and coming up with big plays when they're needed in attack when points are required. Yeah. Left a lot to be desired in this game. And to be fair, Benji wasn't even fucking Robin. Let's get accurate on that. He was barely a fucking Blue Beetle or some <laughs> other fucking minor Justice League of America dude, you know. <laughs> Dead set. Wow. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. And I've seen, as we discussed earlier, I've seen Broncos fans... Um, you know, getting a little bit uh, overexcited about this result. I'm not sure it should be a huge boost for him. But That's just like a damn breaking, win. though. They, they were they were hunkered down, expecting to get smashed, and yeah. then that relief, that surge of relief, flowed through, a flowed, solid win. Oh, flowed through their fingertips and straight onto Twitter, <laughs> as we, we knew as we knew it would happen if that if it, if it went down that way. So you know they can have their they can have their fun this week, and uh, then you know it all comes to an end for the rest of the season. Unky D, T-Rex runs the ball like an old man terrified of getting knocked down by a strong breeze. Hash brittle bones. It's a fact. I mean, it's almost redundant to give shit to T-Rex at this point. I mean, how long has it been happening now? Almost the entire fucking run of this show minus one season, which was probably 2011. Shisek07, S-H-I-S-E-K, throw him a follow, people. All named Ben, who play in the halves, are eternally shit. Extends to Benji. Hash the Ben rule. Hash Hunt rhymes with cunt. Now, I don't know if this Shisek is a new a new listener to the show or a new tweeter, interactor. I don't recall the handle. 
But um, could be maybe he's changed it. Who knows? Yeah, possibly. But I mean, that's some quality shit. Just like to say, just you fucking fit like a glove. <laughs> I mean, you know, th- this show was made for you. Uh, the Ben Z dogs of snore struggle to beat a bottom four side on dildos. Chapo does ride. Hash one out, you gronk bitch. <laughs> Wow. This is what I'm saying. He's trying to pick fucking real life fights. That's what the Gronk of the Year may come down to our Sydney meetup where we actually referee a I cage know, match. I know I know guys that own that own gyms down there. We could get a, a cage match going. I hope he's got a hose in there because fucking second chapo has to step inside a ring or a cage. He'd just fucking be a pile of like soil. Of, you don't of soil himself. Waste. <laughs> Mr. Like, Wars. Fucking righto, let's hose out the cage. That's the end of Chapo. Mr. Underscore Wars. Opposition with injuries? Check. Out of fence? Check. Barber firing? Check. Attitude? Check. Kicking game? Well, we're getting there. Sam's on drugs? Check. Check. Uh, I don't know why Unky D's getting these tweets, but I was literally not reading the names and just like Sam's reading the got quality his arm tweets. Stuck up his own ass again. Check. Check. Broncos tonight. Oh, sorry, Broncos looked like a genuine top fourteen side tonight against the Poodles. <laughs> <laughs> Chapo, Chapo, the creator on Twitter. If you want to follow the legendary Chapo, legendary kicking, kicking punching bag. Circumstances and referees conspired against the Bulldogs. Hash dogs of war. Freak 09, the Broncos win tonight should put a scare into every team in the NRL. Who has a five who has a five eighth or half off contract at the end of the year? <laughs> As we move on. Two. I like his tweets. Yeah, Freak I do too. He's a good bloke. He only throws me every every now and then, like usually Broncos games, it's yeah. you know, most of the most of tweets. No, he's a great man. He's really, you know, really like he's a quality individual. Do you think that's gonna get like five, ten percent off that marquee yeah? I'm hoping so. Penrith Panthers, 30, defeated Newcastle Knights, 8. And uh, this one, whoosh. Tries to Elijah Taylor, a double to Josh Mansour, Adam Docker, Jeremy Lattimore, also with tries. Peter Wallace went for a field goal, unsuccessful. Jamie Soward, 1 from 1. Peter Wallace, 4 from 4. So, you know, the dancing is going to slow down a bit this year. Defeated the Knights, 8. Both Scott got a try. Kurt Gilly got a conversion. And Tyrone Roberts with one penalty goal to make their 8. Tyrone Roberts got the Docker Docker out of him. Fucking Jesus. Smashed. Docker got bandaged up and kept on. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Tough nut. Um, this one, again, was a, a pretty scrappy, injury-riddled first half. Um, and the Knights probably lost all chance of winning this game, <laughs> given some of their injuries. Yeah. Darius, fluffy, yeah. went down with a hammy. Um, razzle-dazzle. Razzle-dazzle, gone. Razzled and dazzled all the way to the hospital with concussion. Um Roberts went off, also concussed. They pretty much lost their spine in, yeah. in this in this game, and I think they were reduced to one person. And Kurt one, yeah, <laughs> a one a one man. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's funny. I mean, to have a jellyfish in your spine, but there you go. And um, yeah, and they they had like a one man bench, and uh, and and the, then the on top of that, the, the Panthers came out after half time with a, a lot more purpose and played with a lot more structure, um, and you know used the the fact that they had. We're playing against weakened opposition, yeah. um, and played accordingly. Went and to town on it, and um, you know this is another game that wasn't great. I think the first half was 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 very ordinary. I think the second half, Penrith played some fairly enterprising footy, um, again mainly against severely fatigued opposition. Yeah, I think that was the factor of, of, yeah. of the game. Um, Josh Mansour, just want to talk about him real quick. Um, 
I think he's already one of the best finishers in the game, one of the most powerful runners. Like, the first try that he scored, no fucking business scoring that. Yeah. None. Got the ball with a, a little bit of space, but fucking carried four blokes over the line and scored. No second-year syndrome. No. So far. Definitely not. I actually think he's getting bigger by the season. I think yeah. he could actually be a fairly fucking solid back rower, given his pace. Yeah. Um, he's probably big enough already, but... Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see him, you know, in a couple of years make his way into the forward. Yeah, I think positionally they need him where he is at the minute. Oh, he's, yeah. he's certainly not letting anyone down. Yeah, um, exactly. And with Simmons on the other wing, they, they bring different styles um, to the table. Simmons is, is obviously, um, in his own right, a great finisher as well, great yep. under the high ball. But, man, saw his powerful running and um, and certainly makes a lot of yards, digging it out from Penrith's end. So um really like him as a player. I would have thought he's not Polynesian enough. No, I mean, I like him as a player. Oh, so you like him, you don't like like him. Well, you know. Is that what you're saying? Okay. No, I got you, got you. At, I don't watch yeah. any Panthers games featuring Josh Mansour and stand up and tip a table over, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you don't watch any games featuring anybody ever do that. <laughs> At Ben Dunn 43. Do the Knights and Panthers know this is actually round one and not a trial? No one is in season form. He's got hash, completed sets in decline. Chapo, the creator. This game is like watching a bunch of blind people playing musical chairs, except there's no chairs and the music never stops. It's <laughs> probably the best tweet he's ever done. Yeah. Actually. Stop At, reading out his tweets now. He's peaked. Yeah, Matt McLeod. I like how Sauer's headgear accentuates his fat piggy face. <laughs> <laughs> That's just some Sauer hate right there. And uh, Shanta86. Stoked with a first up win, but honestly, the Springfield Panthers white under sevens could have towed up the crippled Knights. <laughs> I like the reference. Yeah, yeah. Um, we didn't actually talk about that. We didn't. We'll just give it a, a do bit. Do it now. Go now. Do a bit of a run. We uh, we had our first game on Saturday. Um, I was very fucking nervous. More for Jax. It was his first game. And um, we got out there. The boys, um, I was pretty proud of their efforts, to be honest. They, yep. they had a real go. They they got back with the referee in defense. They were super eager. Everyone was keen to tackle. Um Jackson got crunched by the biggest kid on the field in his first hit up of the day. Caught yeah. his leg. I was like, "You'll be right, mate." I picked him up, and he, was, he had a, he did shed a couple of tears. And um, I picked him up. I said, "Just put your legs down." And he put his legs down. He's like a fucking baby giraffe. He just collapsed straight back to the ground. I was like, "Okay, you got a bit of a cork." Gave him a bit of a rub, and and you know, sent him back on his way. I said, "We'll get you back in the next set. You can have a run." Yep. He jumped back in and um, beat a couple of tacklers and and had a really good run. Got his little confidence back up again, and um, that same biggest kid you could see he he put him into touch once, yeah. Um, and one of the other kids made a break down the side. Jackson come across in cover and and tackled him, um, and he, he got it. He did get him the 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 big kid on the other team who was very good, very good tackling technique, quite a strong runner of the ball, yeah. and um, Jackson got him in the middle of the field and and sort of wrapped the ball up and held him there. Um, and then late in the game, the same kid got past the ball, palmed off one kid. Jackson's come across in cover and cop, and this cop the best fend. It was like <laughs> this kid was like fucking son of Inglis. Like Inglis on merit or something. Oh fucking Jesus! He palmed him straight in the face yeah. as Jackson was running flat out. It yeah. was like he just ran face first into a brick wall. Yeah, legs came flying out. No, he, he stumbled, yeah. and he stumbled for sort of two or three strides yeah. 
and, and when he got his balance back, this kid was gone yeah. and ran the entire way up the sideline, scored, <laughs> beating everyone. Yeah. I was just like, that kid's good. Yeah. And that was um, the difference. Pretty much, yeah, we lost by a try, but um, they they tried their little hearts out. We didn't have any any we didn't play with any reserves, so we had nine players. You're supposed to play with eight, but um, the other team said, "Oh, if you want nine on nine to save you having to manage your subs, um, well, I'm happy to play nine on nine. So I was I said to the boys, "Is everyone happy to play a full game?" And they said, "Yes," um, and tackled the little hearts out in the heat all day. I was very proud of them. They would have liked probably having a breather now and then. Uh, there was a couple of them saying, "Can I have a drink?" <laughs> Towards the end, I mean bourbon. I was like, "You make some tackles and you get a drink." <laughs> yeah, yeah, they wanted a can of solo, basically. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, it was a very good experience. I enjoyed it. All right, and so back again this week. Yes, back again this week. Playing out at Esk. Fucking down the it's country. A fucking decent trip, isn't it? Oh, yeah, they've been canoeing out there. I think. Yeah. Pretty much where the Brisbane River starts. Yeah. So we're out there and. Um, if they put the same effort in, win or lose, I'll be, I'll be very proud of them. But I, I am looking forward to us singing the team song. Yeah, what's the team song? Oh, it's it's something like "We Are the Panthers, Mighty Mighty Panthers, Mighty Mighty Panthers." Oh, yeah. no, you just keep adding "Mighties" in there and for yeah. a while. So, I, I don't think it's you know. So you know it. It's, you don't it's have not to winning know any really any uh, awards for uh, you know best lyrics. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Well, it's got better lyrics than the "Yi Yippee Yippee Yi" one. Those are the retards. <laughs> well, it's actually got with. real words in yeah. it. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward. They uh, they were all pretty keen. I pulled pulled them aside as a team at the end and and gave each player, you know, told him something positive they did for the day. And and we you fuck know, that'd be hard, especially for you know someone like you know out there like Kurt Gidley. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, well, it was it was pretty easy. They all they all did something well superb, the day and, and uh, we do the you know hands in the middle and one two three Panthers and yeah yeah they love that. Fucking hell, they chant their little hearts out. It's good to Tell you what, you're referential retard, but I bet you've seen every fucking Remember the Titans fucking replacements <laughs> blindside. <laughs> All that shit. I really have. <laughs> you're just watching movies and sports movies on the weekends, just trying to get some fucking quotes. <laughs> get some speeches ready. <laughs> we, do, we do have uh, one new boy who uh, joined the team this week, and um, he's going to take some coaching. Yeah. He wants, he wants to play? He's not he a natural... Know. No, not blessed with a huge amount of natural ability, but that's my job as a coach. The way you tell me the story, coach him some stuff. He's, he's not even blessed with the natural ability to uh, receive a ball one off from the from the <laughs> ruck and run in the direction of his trial line to, no. to score a try. No. Uh, but we're getting there. He's had one training session. We've got some work to do. We're back again tomorrow night, and we'll uh, we'll give him some pretty simple jobs to do straight up. And uh, he, he's a big unit, so he's uh, he's got that on his side, and um, you know. I can see him playing Origin under my tutelage in a, in a number of years. Can I make a prediction for this weekend? Sure. Given the opportunity to play nine on nine, you'll politely decline. So let's go eight on eight. And old mate will uh, start on the bench. Maybe captain from the he, bench. He might uh, He might. Dave Taylor it. Yeah. <laughs> come on for in little kids level with the amount of time they play. though, You'll come on for like 30 second spurts. Yep. <laughs> okay, back to the uh, big kids football. The uh, mighty Manly Seagulls, 22, defeated the Melbourne Storm, 23. <laughs> Cunts. Um, Storm <laughs> uh, doubled his sister, Wanga. Ben Hampton got a try. Jesse Bromwich. Uh, Cameron Smith got a field goal. Um, he got two from four conversions and a penalty. Uh, Manly, a double to Matai. Uh, Chase Blair got a try. He's finally uh, yeah come across to a good culture. And uh, Justin Horro. And uh, Jamie Lyon, two from four conversions and a penalty goal. 
talisman, Brett Stewart at Brookvale. Looking unstoppable, looking in oh, career best form. I would say until that yet again that first hurt. that first forty minutes was the finest performance across the entire weekend from any club. They were fucking untouchable, unstoppable. Fucking Brett Stewart seemed to be faster than he has been in the last yeah. two years. Um, speed ridiculous. Even like you know, Jamie Lyon seemed to be faster than he's been. Yeah. In, I mean, the, whatever they did in the preseason was fucking. It, it was working. I mean, they looked amazing for forty minutes, and then for forty minutes they looked less than amazing. Um, coinciding with Brett Stewart not being on the field. Um, and yeah, it's not. And the Brett Stewart not being on the field thing—that's really that really is only like an attacking, you know, sort of disadvantage. Where it comes into a defensive disadvantage is not the fact that he specifically is off the field, but the the. The, the shuffle that had to take place where you have to put Matt on the wing yeah, and then you get Jamie Brewer in there. that he brings yeah. with his vision and, and his... Well, it's just a structure that he puts by ping in his position and everyone yeah. else is in their normal position. Because yeah. when you have to get someone like Jamie Bure on, I mean, people actually commended me for my real talk on Jason King last week, you know? Did they really? Yeah, I thought I, thought I was going to get smashed. But then people were like, oh, wow, you went there about Jason well, King. Well, yeah, I mean, Jason, Manly fans, you know, as you are testament to, are, are like generally fucking turncoats. And, well, speaking know, of turncoats, oh, I'm I'm off Jamie Bureau. Hey? Really? Yeah. I he's like this. We we probably spoke about this last season. Like when he comes, like he's got fucking ruck penalties galore on him in defence. Like not getting off tackle players and shit. He's good for two he's a game. State of Origin player. Mate. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. The fuck did that ever happen? That's seven minutes or what? Did he even get on the field? I can't even yeah. fucking remember now. But um. Oh, just a silly ruck penalty and he's like defensive bad defensive decisions and admittedly yeah he's getting thrown in there and playing in a position out of play did he play Origin his first season? it would have been his first season I think yeah his like second year syndrome was pretty fucking ordinary yeah this is like fourth or third is it? yeah well, he's yeah, been shit off. for a while then yeah yeah I'm off him I'm He'll off him off to Parramatta shortly I would, I would say so. Or maybe, you know, you send him over... Maybe the Bulldogs. Send him over the Bulldogs and fucking get a get a, a prop back. We'll, we'll take like a... Oh, buy him for 900000 We'll take a Hannibal Lecter or, you know, Cassiano or something for that. For sure. <laughs> Please continue. Oh, look. Brett Stewart's not a million miles away from Benji Marshall, is he? Yeah, yeah. The problem with Brett Stewart is... one man team. Well, yeah, I wouldn't go that far. The thing, the, the thing that uh, annoys me about... One Brett, man went off the field. Manly lost the game that they could not lose. Yeah, but there's also an avalanche of uh, possession and penalties, ridiculous penalties, I might say, uh, against against them. And they still had the chance. They still would have won the game, but for Jerry Evans, <laughs> a fucking brain explosion when it counted. So at the, at the end, of, I mean, they, at the end of the day, it's a game they still should have won, even if everything like Brett Stewart's injury and everything that happened in the second half, they still should have won. They still had the opportunity, like you know, twenty meters out. I saw as experienced time. as Manly, shouldn't give up twenty point leads against weakened opposition. And I think what really sums this game up is that Ben Roberts outplayed Daly Cherry Evans. And for well, that mate. reason alone, Daly Cherry Evans should never play rugby league again. Well, I think I'm happy a, to give him a run. Maybe he's asking. Happy to give him a I run. I think he's confidence back. Maybe he's maybe he's asking Price should go down, that'd be handy. <laughs> but um the the thing is, I mean obviously um they you know, they had some handling issues in the rain and, and that was that was ridiculous and that was controllable on their side of things. It did not fucking help though the, the possession from penalties. Melbourne started almost every set they had in the second half. They started on like a 30 or 40 metre line and they had set, so every set they had was a set against the line. But the fact um, that they did it without Cronk and, and played with, you know, they built that pressure that they couldn't build in the first half. Um, well, once once again, you know, like you know, eight penalties to nil or one or something well, like that'll do that. At the end of the day, when your opposition's ill-disciplined, you take advantage of it. The good <laughs> sides do that. 
Um, and with Ben Roberts at halfback, that's enough of a disability to any side. Um, ben Roberts has played catching pass. You know, that would counteract any any penalties that they may or may not have been. I'm not. To. I'm not even sure that I heard Ben Roberts' fucking name called out through the whole game. So I would suggest and that's why they won. I would, suggest, I would suggest what they were doing was passing around him, just cutting him out, cut out pass every single time. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not perturbed. I mean, you know, I'd like I'd like to win. I much certainly would prefer to win games against the Storm uh, than not. But you know, at the end I was day, actually it's not... surprised they lost in in any circumstance. I was fairly certain that they oh, won that I mean, game. I think they've they've certainly a Brookvale who got Melbourne's number. And... Oh, I would no, definitely. I would have assumed that like once Brett Stewart went off with the the bench they had with no no backs to cover, and then would, so you're putting Bure in there, and and or you know they already had you know weird shit going like you know Hiku had to, then he had to drop back and. I knew that the side, whatever the side that had Jamie Bure in it, defending out in the centres, was going to have some issues, and I think they really need to either. Uh, find somebody on the bench who can cover better or think about the way that they actually line up the, the, the players in the event of a backline injury and ensure that Bureau isn't in the centres, maybe put him closer to the middle of the field and then find someone else, you know, like if, you know, Foran drops out one further, you know, something. there's yeah. got to be some position in the line where he's not going to be an absolute fucking detriment to the side like he was on Saturday night and every other time that he has to, you know, fit into a position that's not his natural position, especially in defence. Gotcha. Uh, okay, uh, what do we got here? Cody Girdlestone. Is that a name that sounds familiar to you? I'm not sure we've had a tweet from no. this, this individual before. He's uh, come out with the first Hiku Haiku of the year, though. He can't hold the ball, help the storm cross the line. Too bad Stuart's hurt. Hash Hiku Haiku. <laughs> and there was another one from one of the Mitch nerds, but um, I'm not reading it because he didn't get the... The, the hiku he didn't get the haiku format right it was just like ha 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 like it was just ha's but he so he's using like a half or a syllable and he couldn't get it right <laughs> he's like 474 or something like that spastic uh, shunter 86 DCE fucked it for Manly with some poor decision making possibly still suffering the after effects of an epic bender <laughs> hash DCE EBC which there was like he was uh, there with his missus watching the um Broncos game. Broncos game yeah, yeah, watching his mate Ben Barber run around. Uh, former underscore legend. Put down the glasses. Stop the fight. The fat lady is singing. Ben Roberts, 2014 revelation. Oh, come on, son. <laughs> Calm down. Motherfucker won't play first grade again until Origin. <laughs> if then. Um, on a blood buzz. Ben, Manly fan. Also, number one ticket holder for this week in league. He was the first person to purchase a membership package. I like So I'm going to throw him a little something extra. And uh, no Brett, no Manly, as usual. It'll be in a specimen jar. Yeah, or an orifice, perhaps. <laughs> if Wow. Maybe. No, he's a, he's a nice guy. Met him, at, low. Met, him at, met him at the grand final last year. He's a good guy. Uh, at Sweet Nigel B. After a very long season, we were due for a loss. No shame in losing to a team of cheats with cheating referees in a fixed comp. <laughs> That's, I'm, I'm always prepared that's one of the better tweets he's ever done it's fantastic uh, at, at Eagle Eyed Kiwi last time Manly Sea Eagles lost the Storm in round one they went on to win the grand final fact hash go Manly hash history repeats aye it does later that night the North Queensland Cowboys 28 defeated the Canberra Raiders 22 up there at 1300 teeth and the Cowboys 28 came from tries to Kyle Felt Jonathan Thurston Rory Cost Jason Gavin Cooper and Antonio Winterstein. Thurston, four from five from the boot, defeating the Raiders, 22 points. Edric Lee, Jared Croker, Reese Robinson, Josh Papali got tries. 
conversions, one to Croker, one of three to Reese Robinson, and uh, Anthony Milford with a penalty goal. Much like we were saying about GI, uh, Jonathan Thurston certainly hit the ground running. Fuck me, he's he got a good score in Supercoach. He was in everything. Not as good as Defensively, GI. Defensively, cover, def- you know, cover defending. Um, they obviously their attack just is, is run completely and utterly through him. Masterful performance, I thought. The Raiders um, started solidly, but. They went out to a 16-0 lead. Yeah. And this wasn't a game where it started mysteriously pissing down and players, no. critical players getting hamstrings and going off. I think... <laughs> this game just fucking turned. I think fatigue and the conditions um, early in the season for the Raiders took their toll. And um, on top of that, JT imposed his will on the game and, and the Raiders had no answer for it. Um, exactly. Tell them though, for the Cows... He must have played close to 80 minutes. Another fine member of my supercoach side. You got a fucking massive score too. If a guy like that mm-hmm. plays 80 minutes yep. and has that sort of impact yeah. for 80 fucking minutes, yeah. that's a scary shit. Give him $800,000. Yeah. I would suggest. Because this guy's getting $800,000 or thereabouts playing for other clubs. People like Dave Taylor um, <laughs> and, and Andrew Fafita. <laughs> and, and, Andrew Fafita <laughs> is, a, is a dynamic player in his own right. He doesn't do it for 80 minutes. Yeah. He does it for a couple of 30-minute stints. Yeah. Dave Taylor's on for like fucking six or seven minutes at a time. Yeah, and that's all... You know, you'd like to get the amount of dollars... He's on like and he'll usually, Rooney money. And he'll usually... Concede, yeah, he'll, money paid for minutes on the field. <laughs> and he'll usually give up a penalty or something yeah. stupid in that time too. Um, and those six minutes on any given week can be, you know, as utterly fucking unstoppable as they can be completely... Yep. Irrelevant. Yep, yep. So, yeah, great effort. For a young kid, inexperienced, um, to have that sort of impact over that sort of time frame, fucking amazing. I was very impressed with that. Yep. But good performance, first up from the Cowboys. Um, disappointing from the Raiders, but I think, the, you know, their fans should be fairly confident that um, certainly once they get home and, and, you know, the season goes on a little bit, they showed enough, I think, in the early stages of the game um, that, you know, they're going to be certainly a force to be reckoned with and... Um, this is one of those games where it's, it's, it's a real it's a real round one game where yeah. you don't know what the fuck's going to happen next. Was that 16-0 lead they jumped out to? Was that an incredible play from Canberra that they couldn't sustain? Or were the Cowboys asleep and then they switched on when they got so far behind? And, you know, that's obviously going to play out over the next couple of weeks. We'll see which team, you know, you know what the real team is. But um, it's just one of those strange fucking games. Uh, only one tweet from this game. People are not interested in Cowboys games. And, uh, yeah, right, Good. so. Probably. At Unky D said... Oh, Ricky, you're so fine. You coach so well, you blow my mind. Hey, Ricky, dedicated to Supercoach Ricky. So good to see him fail. That's bitter. What's Ricky Very. Stewart ever done to you? As a Manly fan, nothing. Uh, and uh, you know, speaking of teams, well, this is the one exception of the round where we have seen the real teams and how, the, how this is going to play out for the season. <laughs> St. George Illawarra Dragons, 44, <laughs> defeated, nay, pumped the West Tigers, 24. Uh uh, fucking speechless. The Dragons, 44. The Dragons scored 44. I didn't think they'd score 44 points this season. Tyson Frizzell, two tries. Ben Cray got a try. That's fucking damning in itself. Yes. Drug uh, Beal. Michael Witt. He always successful. manages to get a try against us, Ben Cray. So, yeah. Mitch Rain and Adam Quinlan got tries. Widop, seven from seven from the boot and a penalty goal as well for a personal fucking massive haul off the boot. West Tigers, 24 points, came from tries to Pat Richards, Hot Sauce, Robbie Farah, Martin Tapao. Tapao. And uh, Pat Richards, four from four from the boot as well, in an excellent debut for my supercoach side. Can fucking kick a goal, Paddy Richards. Um, 
and can also net me $55. First try scoring dollars. Easiest fucking money ever. Loving it. Um, Look, this boil over all balls down to Boilgate. Clearly clearly the West Tigers were (sighs) severely affected. You know, it's not something that was was spoken about at great length in the media as to the detrimental effect that... um, you know these life-threatening boils had on numerous players throughout the club, and the, the what club a filthy club though. The club got Honestly. on. I'm trying to make a point here. Um, they, you know, they got on with their business against all sorts of adversity, and uh, you know, ran some players out there that you know were riddled with leprosy, and uh, you know, they p- put a performance together that, you know, yes, they can do better. Yes, we expect better as fans, but you know, there's players out there that you know their limbs were just about to fall off with leprosy. People, you know. You know what a boil is? Yes. Do you know what leprosy is? Yes. What would leprosy be? One and the same fucking thing. No. Exactly. No. Have you ever had leprosy? How the fuck would you know? No, no. You know why? How would you know? You know why I haven't had leprosy? Because I haven't shared a locker room with these filthy motherfuckers that play for the West Tigers that clearly (laughs) he's got fucking disgusting personal hygiene. it was a dragon's locker room. Just saying. Don't have to look far in Ben Crane's ass to find a couple of boils, let me tell you. Yeah, well, he didn't, Just saying. He, he didn't fucking, you know, tease the media all week going, oh, am I going to play? Am I not going to play? Josh Dugan was sitting back going, fucking, I told you. I told you, <laughs> motherfuckers, boils are some serious shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell y'all. <laughs> and, uh, look at this. Look at my arm. <laughs> Covered in those motherfuckers. <laughs> all right. So, I think for the Tigers... Um, you know, other than the, the, the sheer bravery that they come out with just to actually take the field. Uh, other than that, they're absolutely positives. fucking objectionable. Positives for the Tigers were obviously the performance of Hot Sauce, Paddy Richards, um, and and Marty Tapia. I, I think, uh, you know, they could all hold their heads high. They were, the Tigers um, started out blistering um, before the leprosy took hold. and um, Well, when you know, the boils, they would be you know, a little bit blistery. I mean, they, they, they were blistery all week. They, you know, that's why the three were, players were in doubt. Exactly. And and once they got it in there, debilitating heat, which everybody knows, if you've, if you've ever read a medical journal, um, <laughs> once you put boils, a.k.a. leprosy, into the sun, it has a detrimental effect on your footballing performance. Um, <laughs> other than those positives, there was some pretty fucking ordinary stuff from the Tigers after their, their initial blistering start. Um they were up 12 nil after about 10 we minutes. We were. Yeah. I, I think the, one of the biggest factors, other than the fact that we, for, for 65 minutes, we played like absolute shit, um, one of the biggest factors was losing Fultz. Um, much like, and I know it's in a different in a different vein, but what you say about Brett Stewart with Manly's defence, you know, a lot of our defence, and when our defence prior to Roy Simmons, when Steve Fakes was our defensive coordinator and our defence was at its peak in 2010, 2011, um, you know, you'd like to think that uh, Liam Fulton, was he at the club in 2010, 2011? When did he come back? I can't remember. I was just going to make a point about how our defence has gone through him. Through Maybe he came time. back in 2010. Yeah, I'm going to say that. Anyway, he's you our... Should know. You should, it's your fucking team, you tell me. I know. I fucking... I find it hard to keep up with this leprosy. I think I've got leprosy. Yeah, you do have leprosy. <laughs> Leprosy of the brain. <laughs> we, we lost our way in defence when Fulton went off uh, with concussion after going to Tedesco's knee in the face, square. Um, and really, pretty it was ordinary. pretty fucking ordinary, <laughs> I have to say. Ordinary. Some of the tackles we missed were just ridiculous. Heart and soul. Um, oh, he really is. There's no doubt yeah. about it. 
Um, he's not like action, yeah, action, yeah, actual heart and soul in terms of what, yeah, Brett Stewart, you know, telling people where they mark up in defence and you're actually running a defensive line. No, but, you know, but he's, his heart and he's soul. He's the guy that makes a few tackles. That two metre patch that he covers. Yeah. Fucking, he's a general no of that. He's, he's a general no of that patch. Oh. Um, I think for, for the Dragons, Widdop, um, he looked fucking fantastic and so did Witt until you're hurt. Um, I'm not sure how long he's going to be out for. Dislocated shoulder. Fancy Witt coming back and looking good. Painful, Nathan. Yeah, we know nothing about that. <laughs> Too staunch. Oh, fuck off, mate. <laughs> Carved out of butter. Um, defensively for the Tigers, as I mentioned, they, they expected better um, of themselves, I'm sure. As fans, we expected better for round one. Um, we the, expected them to have a dig in defence. <laughs> Especially with David Kidwell is our new defensive coordinator come, you know, um, to, to fucking raucous applause from the storm. I was going to say, first first prodigy of Bellamy that clearly learned fucking nothing in his time down there. Yeah, well, I don't know, Stephen Kearney might have something to say about that. Um, yeah, that's true too. But he does coach the national side. Just let's saying. hope it's... He's got the final World Cup and Let's stuff. hope it's a blip on the radar and, uh, you know, they can get back on their path to premiership glory after this, uh, you know, pretty ordinary performance, I have to say. I'm glad this is, this is good. I'm, this is refreshing. What? You're actually, you actually being honest in round one. Usually it takes you to about round 16. Didn't it? I <laughs> just went through this whole spiel about how they had leprosy. Yeah, but then... I'm being honest. Yeah, but then... Yeah, yeah but then... But then, but then you follow up and he starts calling an ordinary performance and, you know, terrible well, listen. Was. We got thumped by 20 points by a team that's going to run last by a fucking long way. Hey, we'll see, I guess. Oh, when we'll the see. Saints... They get the spoon. <laughs> oh, when the Saints get the wooden spoon, I will fucking never hear anything from their fans. They can bash it up their assholes. The spoon. <laughs> <laughs> At Shunter86, this is a great tweet. Shift 8 already. You get that? Fucking Penrith nerds. What is that? Is that how you restart your fucking Shift 64? 8. Yeah. What does that do? Look at it. <laughs> Love it. And, uh, Too much time staring at a fucking keyboard, you nerd. Speaking of you know, your Penrith nerd thing from last week, which yeah. they, they loved, the kids loved it, um, at Mickey T 1985 how's that revelation-looking tiger nerd? That's something you didn't touch on, how fucking average Brooks was. He's 18 years old. And this is the thing that gets me with a lot of other Tigers. You talked him up. You, yeah. talk, you talked him up and he played like a bucket of shit. I know. And remember, Let's judge him at the end of the season. Remember the game, fucking remember the game he had that was a rookie re- of the year. Remember the, remember the game he had. And he gets it tangled with the actual Dalian medal at the end of the season. Remember the game, remember the and game he had. And then come fucking end of October and he's got, he's just like going to be so confused. He's going to have the fucking Clive Churchill, the Dalian, the rookie of the year medal. He's going to go, what the fuck do I do? I'm like Michael Phelps over here. I've got too many fucking medals. What do I do, bro? Don't, where do I get the accent from? I don't know. Is he Kiwi? <laughs> no. Now, let's go back to the world of reality, not the fucking shit that, you know, you'd be just absolutely fucking... I did talk him up, and I, I, I expect him to be the halfback of the future and everything he's cracked up to be. He had one great game last season, given the opportunity, and I, for the life of me, cannot fucking remember who that was against. Can you? <laughs> Can you remind me? Uh, it was against the uh, the Dragons without Gareth Widdop. Lightning doesn't strike time. strike twice. He's fucking shit, and it's going to be a long season for him oh, and bullshit. Glenn Blakely. At the end of the day, they were fucking backpedalling for 65 minutes of that game, and their forwards are getting run over the fucking top of by one of the smallest packs in the comp. Um, how do you expect an 18-year-old halfback to fucking dominate from there? You could have used the, like an Andrew for feeder or something like that. Imagine if you had kept him. Or an Adam Blair. Or an Adam Blair. Where were we going to find a fucking Adam Blair? I imagine at the bottom of that pack, they got trampled by the smallest pack oh. in the, <laughs> in the I NRL. Su- we'll su- suspect him the fucking 
furthest point away from hard work. Yep, winger on Adam a Blair. Field. Positionally, he's a winger. He might not wear a number two or a five, but he's positionally he's a winger. Uh, at positionally, yeah. he's got in the fucking nosebleed section of the grandstand. At yeah, no, nah, maybe great start to the season for the Dragons. This is going to be a great season with few disappointments for the Dragons fans. <laughs> Aussie one 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 nine eight. Happy with the win. Whittop and Wit were fantastic. The Tigers were more embarrassing than a Robbie Farish schnitzel. Hash Tigers in decline. And he actually put Robbie Farrer in on that tweet too. So fucking kudos to you, sir, for trolling right to their face. Um, the Ben Z. Tigers declining faster than Malaysian Airlines share prices. Oh. Hash shocking. Hash smoked by spooners. Real talk from the Ben Z. Parramatta Eels, 36. Defeat the New Zealand Warriors, 16. Sensational. Echoes of round one last year. Yeah. And uh, the Eels, their tries came from a hat trick. To semi rad 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 rad, <laughs> Vi Toto he got three two. Two. Fooey, fooey. two. Imagine if there was a, a D on the end of Rad Radra's name. Yeah, it was best. Fooey fooey. Fooey fooey moy Makes moy, the bus rad 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 rad. rad, rad, rad. <laughs> so you'd be totally, you'd just be totally rad. And uh, Jared Hayne got a try as well. And uh, Corey Norman can't kick for shit two or five. Junior Paulo one of two, and uh, a penalty goal for, for Junior as well. Like. Yeah, exactly. And uh, the, the Warriors, 16, uh, try to the fish. Glenn Fisiahi, Carlos Tumavave, and the beast, Manu Vadavai. Sean Johnson, one from three conversions and one penalty goal from one attempt in a fucking terribly quiet performance from him. What's the new blade for power? Manu Mao? Mao. Mao. Mao, Mao. He's fucking sensational. Fuck, he looks a fine, doesn't he? Yes. Yes, I've seen Parramatta fans, or you know, certain Parramatta fans who, whose Twitter handles escape me. I've come, there's so many of them, I can't remember who it was. Yeah. Talking him up Something well and truly from a long, long, long way back. Really? Talking, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's he's come on and fucking delivered like you wouldn't believe. Like Luke Brooks in his debut. <sighs> like Luke Brooks in his all wildest those, dreams. All those years ago. <laughs> um, rad, rad, rad. Much like uh, Corey Betty. Fuck. Me can run the ball. <laughs> so he can fuck. What? <laughs> okay, Fijians too. Can run the ball once. Once he gets in open space, he may as well shut the gate. And good luck trying to pull him down if he's not in open space. And um, man can run the ball like a truck. One of the few people I didn't know if he would be able to maintain his uh, nines form, mm. where he was almost the revelation of that tournament. Sure. Bring well, it into the actual. James Tedesco was the revelation of that tournament, but. Rad 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 wasn't Yeah, yeah a, team, a team that won um, one game and finished down the fucking bottom. Yeah, he was a revelation. I think he's, he's got some work to do in defence. Some of his reads are fairly ordinary, but um, just give him the ball and let him run. Yep, that's it. I agree. I think the, the Warriors were fairly disappointing, obviously. Um, the whole Tompkins and Sean Johnson combo is going to take time. I he was think. garbage too, actually, so, now you think about it. Tompkins was shit too. I just He's going to take time to find his niche in the NRL. Just given his size, the general speed of the game here, um, and oh, the fact that he's it's it's really know, simple. Teammates, it's really simple. Stuff. It's really simple actually to both Sean Johnson and and uh, and Tompkins to get him back in the game is uh, just you know come to some sort of gentleman's agreement with the other side to strip four players off their defensive line. <laughs> Against nine players, it's sensational. Thirteen, not so much. I just don't know how much to read into this game. As we said. Um, the Eels blasted out of the blocks with a, a similar result in round one last year and, and went on to win the spoon. So without getting too excited, I know their fans haven't had a great deal to cheer about. Um, but, you know, 
it's not like they they went out there and played their hearts out. Enjoy it. Riddled Enjoy with it. leprosy. You know, let's not get carried away. Okay. At Shane Aaron Elvis. He said, uh, 15 minutes in, you could already see that Brad Arthur has had a great impact. It's not the score, it's how hungry they defend. Yeah, no, once again, started last year. <laughs> Payne underscore Matt. Early candidate for the revelation of 2014 is Rad Radra. Rad Radra. I, 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 I think, I think, you know, you could argue. He's got as good as chances as anyone else. At, at this point, yeah, for sure. You'd probably give it, you know. At a pinch to Tedesco, but he's, he's not far off Red Retro. Probably give it to you know, Steve Matai or someone like that. I don't know. Oh, you know. fuck. The Ben Zed. If he went 80 minutes without Karen like a fucking bitch, I'd give him revelation. You well, know. he did that already last week. Did he go off injured? And scored two tries. No, he did not go off injured. Did he, did he break his arm, diving out, putting the ball down? Well, he, he went into the game with a broken arm, but he didn't, yeah. he didn't break it. <laughs> uh, the Ben Zed. Parramatta are unstoppable against the Warriors. And he's got hash. I won money back in the heels too, just he's, quietly. He's a bit. He's a bit a. He's a, he's, a, he's a bit of a poet, the Ben Zed. This he's year. really not. Hash, feel my eel, Justin O'Neill. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. That's not something I'd say. That could be hashtag of the year if they play Parramatta every week. <laughs> hash, Glenn Blakely quotes. Hash, Tigers in decline. Hash, Brooks gives rim jobs. <laughs> He's just throwing up fucking. He's just throwing up a, yeah, a number he's of contenders. Too hard. He's trying too hard. Oh, that feel my eel, Justin O'Neill, is sensational. <laughs> <laughs> sensational. Uh, Shanta eighty six. Rad Radra with a hat trick, as good Fijian wingers do. Last time I saw a semi that persistent, I had to tuck it into my waistband. <laughs> and in fact, we you know we we know we know a bit more about ninjas than that, and so do the listeners because we we mentioned this story last year. I think when we were drunk. But um, yeah, last, no, last time last time you saw a semi that was that persistent, you fucking helicoptered it at fucking Lockie Coote. <laughs> damaging, damaging his ACL, unbeknownst to him, until the nines. Until it came into contact with a beaver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just poetic. Monday night foot pitch for the first time down there at the tip at Cronulla, the Ramonda Stadium. The Gold Coast Titans, 18, defeated the Cronulla Sharks, 12. The uh, Titans, 18 points, came from tries to Greg Bird, Albert Kelly, William Zillman, Aiden Caesar, two from three conversions and a penalty goal. Sharkies tries to Arona and Graham, and Michael Gordon with two from two from the boot. Sharkies fans lost their shit at losing this game. It's because no one likes to lose the Titans because the Titans are a shit football side, club, fan base, and everything else. And that's fine. And, and the Tigers will do the NRL a favour this week by putting the Titans rightfully in their place. Well below the Tigers. Um, but fuck me, they had some players out. They lost Gallon. Mm-hmm. And they, they only went down. They were still right in the game until quite late. Fafita was playing like V-Rex. He, he, he shouldn't have... He, he, you know, he, he wouldn't have been missed, honestly. I just think, jeez. And this is a shit game too. Last year. What the fuck are you complaining about? Yeah. Shut up. This is a shit game too, just quietly. It wasn't real flash. Um, One of the worst of the season. Losing Gallon, obviously, Already. goes without saying. It hurts the Sharks deeply, but... Um, I think Wade Graham, I actually, um, with all the, I was actually kind of hoping that the Sharks would throw like stupid money at Fafita and he'd stay and then all of a sudden Wade Graham would become available and maybe sign with the Tigers. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Players want to go to clubs that have got a chance to win. I really rate him. Um, I think the fact that he's so good nullifies some of the impact of not having Gallant, although when you lose your best and most influential player, it's always going to have an impact. But the reason why Fafita was so awesome last year is because when Gallant was out, he actually stepped up. Mm. He didn't step up, and there you go, that's the difference. 
And whether whether he does that when he comes back from suspension, suspension yeah. um, remains to be seen. I, I think the fact that Fafita sort of he had his announcement. He told he told the players after the game. Yeah, I believe it was after. The um, which I think that's quite selfish. You know, like he, he played like he was distracted. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not that was the, you know the actual effect, or he just had one of those games where he was off. But it seems far far too coincidental for mine. Yeah, agree. Um, he obviously he played like he had something on his mind, and 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 perhaps that something on his mind was a large sum of money that was going to be paid by another club, and he was feeling a little bit bad about telling his teammates. Um, for the Titans, I think their halves played off the back of Greg Bird and some of the um, the impact their forwards had. Um, Nate Miles surprised me. They mentioned it in commentary as well. I mean, he, he obviously got through a mountain of work, but yep. fuck, he fatigued towards the end of the yep. game. He did. Um, Dwarfs have got little season, legs. He's normally a guy that is tireless. Yeah, those dwarves with their little legs, they've got to you know, do twice exactly as much work right. to cover the ground. And when you're not leading with your head, yeah. you, you probably take its toll on the rest of your body. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thought their their halves um, were quite good, and and their combination is getting stronger and stronger. And um, you know they basically laid the platform for their win, in albeit in a fairly scrappy game. And to win the game, it took like you know ridiculous work from Zillman as well to get that ball there. Sure. Yep. Okay, the Benzed forty minutes into Monday Night Football, Queensland nine in a row guaranteed hash gallon injury hash cankle hash tigers in decline. Cankle. <laughs> Macadan MC Anthony McMillan I'm not sure we've had this guy tweet us before no. so welcome newcomers uh, did the Sharks get their jerseys from Best and Less the cheap sponsorless ones <laughs> uh, Shane Aaron Elvis so Andrew Fafita on report and his team loses it's like he's dogs already hash truth candy I hate that truth candy shit at MUP 23 the Titans would have lost that game last year the change in the air is palpable strap yourselves in oh. I don't know at Luke Shark 74 Fafita must have signed a new deal because that's the shittest game he's played in two years. Hash cunt punt. <laughs> and at Garbs 1985. More rule changes in 80 minutes last night than the entire off-season. And uh, you look like you had plenty of characters left there, Rob. So I'll add hash ref's fault to your tweet. <laughs> Previews for round two of the 2014 NRL season, kicking off with the match of the round, mighty Manly Sea Eagles taking on the Rabbleos at Central Coast Stadium, no longer called Blue Tongue. The, uh, whatever the naming rights thing for the, you know, has expired. What beer do they sell then? So it's oh, called Central, beer. it's called the, the Central Coast Stadium beer, which is basically, uh, <laughs> some, some, some no label shit they bought from Costco in bulk it's, and uh, uh, shipped it up it's there. It's just made with the tears of North Sydney Bears fans. Exactly. Delicious, delicious tears of North Sydney Bears fans. Uh, first thing, it's South Sydney Rabbitohs game and fucking Shane Haynes refereeing, so I expect a poor performance from the man in the centre. Oh, fuck, we got... Oh, no, we got, oh fucking hell. Luke Patton, the cockeyed fool, he's in the video referee box. This game is going to be all-time. He's always pointing two different directions. How's he going to make a decision? This game is uh, going to be all-time for fucking whinging about refereeing, but... Well, it's a manly game, what do you expect? The Mighty Sea Eagles, uh, Chase Blair, rewarded with his uh, excellent form from last week, uh, returns to the side. Petter Hiku in the fullback position, and um, Wolfman. Which means we're going to get bombarded back in the fight. Hiku shit. I mean, Hiku haikus. haikus when he wins a, when he wins the day for us, and uh, the bench. 
they've got an, they've got up to an 18th man this time. Uh, the, the bench being uh, Hassan was there last time, Denamus Louis there last time, Bureau there last time. Then we got 17, Jason King, the miraculous fucking. He's like the Yeti, you know, his sightings are so rare. But, uh, but they're so confident that he's going to be back in the side. 18, Jesse Senny Lafayo, same as last week. So um, I saw uh, all sorts of speculation about Brett Stewart, oh, you know, five weeks, this and that. Uh, Tuvi, before we went to air tonight, Tuvi uh, said that he's, uh, you know, that the scans have come back and everything and he'll be a week, maybe two. So, but, but as, I, as I said on Facebook, um, you know, two Brett Stewart weeks is like man. six months. Really? Yeah, it went on forever last year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I saw someone on Facebook, and I f- sorry, I, I forget, I forget who it was. It wasn't on our page, it was just on my, my timeline. A manly fan said that um, so no, who's the best, the best quarterback in the uh, NRL? And then people come in and they're going, "Oh, you know, quarterback?" And he goes, "Yeah, the answer is Brett Stewart. He only plays a quarter of the games." <laughs> like, fuck, people starting to turn. But yes. um, you know, having said that, manly thirteen plus, so I'll just replicate what they did to him in the uh, semi final. No Stuart, no chance. Rabbitohs one to twelve. I remember the way that um that, that people said no Stuart, no chance during the final series last year, and uh, and Manly well got to the grand final without Brett Stewart. So there you go, and uh, they'll do it again this time, this year. Next, and this is the game that unfortunately Queenslanders are going to have to watch live. Unfortunately for you guys, because um you know otherwise you could have had the match of the round, but no, you got to watch your Brisbane ass team. Broncos versus the Cowboys. The local derby, as it is, as it, as it's called, or one of the local derbies, despite the fact that North Queensland is further away than Sydney, than yeah. Brisbane is. So perhaps you know, say Brisbane versus Cronulla is a local derby. Brisbane versus Storm, a local derby, <laughs> and <laughs> and so oh, we are such cats. One of the video referees, Andrew Duneman. Call oh, Andrew. That's Duneman? hardly unbiased. Uh, and Luke Phillips. You know, so we've got both. We've got former players in uh, both roles. Maybe we'll get some sensible fucking decisions, but, uh, you know, rules have changed a lot, and Luke Phillips hasn't shown any common sense in the past that I've seen. You know, from David Heller on an extended bench for the Broncos and Ashton Sims on an extended bench with his brother for the Cowboys. Interesting. Um, the, the Cowboys are like, hmm, we let, we let the Raiders get the 16-0 lead. Uh, what can we do to arrest that slide? I oh, know, more Sims. Ashton Sims. <laughs> so they'll make it a 26-point lead for the yeah, opposition. exactly. And with, uh, yeah. a bunch of penalty goals. Oh, this is a tough one. The Cowboys were, you know, fairly impressive in attack when once they finally switched on against the Raiders last week. Whereas the Broncos overcome a pretty ordinary bulldog side. Broncos first game at home generally get fairly pumped up. The they Cowboys get, they get, equally as pumped up at Suncorp. Yeah, but they get too. pretty fucking pumped. At, uh, they get pumped at Suncorp a lot of times too. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say I think the Cowboys might get it done. Pick your own line. Cowboys by 34 points. Wow. Trust me on this. Fuck, it means some shit crowds at Suncorp. Yeah, they'll start doing centibet 10Ks. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> New Zealand Warriors take on the uh, mighty St. George Illawarra Dragons. Fuck off, mate. <laughs> Barely overcome a leprosy-riddled side last round. The Dragons, I don't think they got much hope against the Warriors at home. Um, there's no way the Warriors will be that bad again two weeks in a row, even with Chad Townsend in the side. I wonder if Tompkins will get a run at 5'8 at any stage. No, oh, if they keep getting pumped by the Parramatta's and the West Tigers of the comp, I'd say they probably would. They might, you know, mix it up a bit. <laughs> oh, there's no shame in losing to the... Oh, I, don't get the Chad Tan- I don't get the Chad Townsend buy in the first place. No, nah, me either. 
I think I mean I, I never rated him. He was only a, he was only ever a Sharkies player that would come in through injury or origin. Like I just I do not get him. And he played halfback in all five eight, didn't he? Well, yeah, I don't I, I don't get him being a, a a first grader. I don't think he is. I don't know where the, what the Warriors see. Oh, Matt Elliott. Sorry, I take everything back. Matt Elliott, sing Kumbaya and put that Gronk in your six, and you're going to get the second last. Look into my eyes long enough, I'll make you a first grader. Um, I think the Warriors. I think the Warriors too. Well, you know, if the Warriors don't win this, then questions, you know, then you start to think, If the Warriors think, oh, don't win, it doesn't mean the Dragons are good. That's all I'm saying. It, what it does mean though, so, so okay, so... What if the Warriors get struck down by leprosy during the week? Okay, so what what you're saying is that you don't want the Dragons to be thought of as good, so you would rather than we consider last week's loss, a the, 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 the Tigers, the Tigers I'm lost. Already to, on the record, the, saying it was a blip on the radar. But they didn't lose to a good team; they lost to a shit team. So judges that makes after, the Tigers extra shit. Six weeks. Oh, I will. Five oh, and, and six. <laughs> Five and one. Fuck yeah! All right. Okay, and I, I think okay, I think the Warriors will win at home. If they don't, then you start thinking, okay. Looks like it's going to be the Rocks this year for the Warriors again. Melbourne Storm take on the Penrith Panthers down there at Amy Park in Melbourne. And uh, Ben Robbins in the 18th man jersey, which means that Cooper Cronk must still be under some doubt. Mm. And uh, Unless George Rose is going to play. Tell you, George Rose, he's like, oh, yeah, fucking trained the house down. Had the best preseason ever. Yeah. Fattest <laughs> human on earth. Fatter than last time I saw him in a manly jersey too, unless they're more slim fitting down in the purple. Well, purple's hardly a slimming colour. Well, no, you think I know, the wor- I know such things. You think you think the worst the, the worst that Georgie would have looked would have been in the uh, manly way jerseys, like white jersey. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I thought it was an ad for McDonald's and grimaces running out. Yeah. I tell you what, it was interesting to see that manly game. George Rose doing those things where he does that charges onto the ball at speed, makes a bust through the line, or maybe doesn't make a bust. It's like a half bust, carries a couple of guys. They eventually bring him down. You go fucking great run, drops it playing the ball or drops it you know, in the tackle. It felt great to see it be on the other side of that for once. So like, yeah, so that's how that's what it feels like. It's it's fantastic. Gotcha. So yeah, anyway, back, to this, up, back to this game. Melbourne's stolen by plenty. Yeah, I I don't think Penrith are going to be able to have the the same advantage they had last week with their team getting with, with their opposition being depleted by injury so so heavily. Uh, the return of Cooper Cronk, you'd think that they'd be fairly buoyed by that. It's at Amy Park. Everything's sort of pointing towards a storm win, although it, you know. At patches in that second half, the Panthers were fairly uh, fairly dynamic, but I'm just not sure they're gonna, they're ready to get it done against a Storm in Melbourne. Dyna- dynamic against an an aging, fatigued side that sure. only had one bench player at their disposal. So yeah, I don't, I, I completely discount that no, performance I just, entirely. I feel dirty praising any side containing Jamie Soud. I really need to stop doing yeah. it. Which is why I refuse to. But then I'd get the fucking whinging and the internet bleating from the Penrith nerds. No, I, I, I don't think anyone can defend Jamie Sowell at any stage. And Penrith people who do, mm. honestly, I'll go there. A Penrith fan supporting and defending Jamie Sowell. You know who would support him? Who? Ninja. Just so oh. he could have an opportunity to wave his penis in Jamie Sowell's face and Jamie Sowell will sing the team song into it like he's into singing into a fan. He likes it. No, he, he he likes he likes Sour. He's all he's behind it. Yeah. He jumped on immediately, but a Penrith fan defending not the not the ninja way not ninja way helicopter in his penis Sowers fan type fan an actual uh, supporter, supporter of the club a supporter of the Penrith Panthers who defends Jamie Soward, knowing what they know is as bad as a Cowboys fan defending Louis. Oh, that's fucking harsh. Different reasons, obviously. I'm not saying that Jamie Soward did anything like that. However equally as bad yeah I said it that's controversial 
Hit us up on, at TWI League on Twitter. Attention, Nathan. <laughs> Attention, me. <laughs> okay, uh, the Sydney Roosters taking on the Parramatta Eels. And uh, this one. Well, geez, the Roosters have to hit back after their average performance last week. The Eels flying high at the moment. Uh, can Sammy get another hat trick? No. He can't? I think the Eels would be fairly competitive. I think they'll be competitive for a time. Do you think the Roosters... There's no way the Roosters would be as flat. As there's no there's no way the Roosters would be as flat. I think the Eels are buoyed. They'll come in and they will be competitive for a no, time. But I think, I think the longer it goes... The worst it's going to get for the for the eels, and I think if the chips are down and things not aren't going their way, because they had things pretty much their own way for for much of that game against uh, the uh, Warriors. What happens if they have to come back from ten down or something like that? Mm. You know what I mean? That's when you're going to see, you know, what their villages are made of, how much hay's in their village, or some shit, some Cooper Cronk shit that he said on his bullshit website. Every fibre of my being, I've got no idea what you're talking about. Um, and the place down the road made the best hot chips tip, ever. You have to tip the roosters, but you know I might slip a lazy five on the eels. You fucking aristocrat got five bucks to lose, have you? Yes. <laughs> Gold Coast. Only because I mugged someone for it yesterday. Thirteen plus on the roosters. Bank it. Gold Coast Titans versus the West Tigers at a Sea Bus Super Stadium. Fucking. No skills, no skills there ever again. <laughs> and uh, this time, we uh, have a Titan side. I don't know if they should be flying high, but you know, certainly a little bit of confidence there, taking a, a win away from the tip down there in Cronulla. I mean, it's, you know, it's a terrible place to play for anybody. So, I mean, being a tip, I mean, it's fucking ibises everywhere. You know, you can't really fucking throw, you know, pass a ball without an ibis trying to latch onto it. By all reports, the West Tigers uh, have, have fully overcome the, the crippling leprosy scare that overcome the club last week, culminating in a, in a, in a gallant loss to the St. George of the Dragons. Um, Titans at home, fairly formidable. Uh, Greg Bird seems to be in, in fairly decent form. He always tends to go fairly well against the Tigers, as does Dave Taylor, who looks like... Fucking Arthur Beetson crossed with fucking the Terminator when he plays against Tigers. I'd just like to say that to be fair, perfectly fair, pretty much any any player in the NRL looks good against the West Tigers. That's possibly one of the most hurtful things you've ever said <laughs> in a lifetime of saying hurtful things <laughs> to people, mainly complete and other strangers on Twitter. <laughs> and that is that is up there. That'd be easily top five thousand most hurtful things you've ever said. Essie Tonga probably looks good against the West Tigers. Oh, hang on a second. Scott Minto was hat tricks against the West Tigers. There's a lot of fucking moronic Titans fans thinking that they've got a chance in this game, and good luck to them. You know, at the end of the day, they go to bed at night clutching their teddies, hoping for the best for their life, and they come up, they wake up and look in the mirror in the morning and are ultimately disappointed. Um, And that is the life of a Titans fan. They don't know what it's like to support a team capable of winning a premiership, much like the West Tigers are. Um, and I think they'll come out led by Robbie Farrow, who'll be uh, fairly disappointed in, in how things panned out for the club in the wake of the leprosy scare and uh, and be looking to lead from the front. Luke Brooks will bounce back with a masterful performance and the West Tigers will win by 13+. plus. Now, you're going down on this one? Yes. Yeah, you got, got a box this time? Or you just, uh, just chilling out? Well, I haven't had the invite for the box, I've got to tell you. I'm a little bit disappointed. I'm going to have to buy my own tickets. Bit pissed, bit pissed off. I'm disappointed that we're not going to get any more of those jungle fowl stories. Oh, what if I run into that fuckhead? Fuckhead? It's Ben. Yeah, it's one of the most quotable lines we've ever had on the show. 
Like a tiger, you know, on a jungle fowl, whatever it was. Yeah. It's brilliant. Jungle fowl. I hope you do run into him. I'd like to run into him just to say, mate. I want to see what his next combination is of animal kingdom. What what, what (laughs) obscure fucking creature of God are you going to bring out? So would you sit in the away supporters bay then? Yeah, I'm going to try and get in there. All right. So there you go. It's probably going to be full. Yeah, probably not given last week. Um, And given the last time, I mean, we were both there. Liam Fulton's been named in the squad. We were both there last time the Titans played uh, the Tigers at Skilled. Oh, down at Rabina. From the uh, Jungle Fowl pen that was the Chairman's Club. And I was watching from the uh, the Way Supporters Bay. You were. And uh, yeah, it wasn't that full. But <laughs> <laughs> Very uh, close to the end of the season. It was late in the no season. It was late in the season. Now, I think on this occasion, I think the Titans is going to be far too good for, for the Tigers. Probably running close to 40 points, I'd say. Um Tigers, they'll score some points too. It'll be a bit of a shootout. And uh, I think that the Gold Coast Titans win by scoreline of ballpark 40-24. Titans might be lucky enough to score a try in the last five minutes. Other than that, they'll be shut out quite comprehensively and the Tigers will um, fine-tune their attack with a, with a fairly convincing win. Yeah. Newcastle Knights take on the Canberra Raiders. Uh, this one... Giddly named. You know, Liam Fort was named in yours too. I mean, what is this concussion pro? I mean... Clubs just Roberts has been named as well. Yeah, and then with the absence the absence of Fluffy, Gidley is uh, has been named into one. I just these uh, have to be still hooker. on the fucking merry-go-round. Have to. Yeah, be. you'd think so. I mean, they're basically clubs are just making a, a mockery of uh, this whole concussion. You know, and in in fifteen years' time, when Liam Fulton's suing the West Tigers because he can't remember what his fucking name is, um, don't say you weren't warned. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if he makes 60 tackles, whether you can remember him or not next week. Yeah, he's going to win this game. It's hard to say, isn't it? It really is. I'm going to have to say the Knights at home um, and the fact that, for whatever reason, Gidley does make a difference to, to those around him um, at the Knights. Unfortunately, at representative level, he has the adverse effect. But for the Knights, they find him fairly inspirational, which is sad in itself. Um, just the fact they're at home. Tough start to the Raiders. Two, two games away from home to, to at start two at two reasonably you know renowned fortresses. You know, away yeah fortresses for the away side yeah um, for the home side sorry yeah I'm I'm gonna have to go with the Knights in a close one. I'm gonna go the Knights because I just don't know what you know what sort of team Canberra is. As I said with that game, I mean it's just hard to know. Were they were they that brilliant to build that 16 0 lead or were the Cowboys just asleep? So we're gonna find out what they got again. You know, first five or six weeks is a lottery, but exactly. Um, yeah, you'd have to go the Knights at home. All right, and the uh, Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs take on the Cronulla Sharks at ANZ for Monday night foot bitch. Can you imagine the crowd they're going to get at ANZ Stadium for Monday night? Yeah, Not I've fucking v- many. Vicinity of 12,000, um, I predict. Sharks, two Monday night games in a row. Yeah, it happens. Someone's got to foot the bill. Yeah. I mean, Manly had like seven or eight last year, so, oh, you know. fucking no one cares about them either. The less we have, the better. I'm going to go the Sharks. I don't think the Bulldogs showed anything last week to, to indicate that they are a chance of beating a team containing Todd Carney, Michael Gordon, and the likes. Wade Graham, we've already wrapped him, may as well continue. And, and of course, the, the Luminary, Blake Ashford. Park football arrest. Um, no Fafita, yeah. no Gallon. Fafita will be gone for a couple of weeks, won't he? So, uh, yeah. And no Gallon, of course, uh, about Fafita's five. Fafita's been named. Did he get off? No, oh, no, he's he, he was obviously he was named in the hope he'd get shoulder charge suspension. It says here there's a little side note. So. Yeah, so he's off. Um, so that'll be Hino, yeah. Well, no, it was and not or, a prop. Won't no, it? no. Well, Hino, what are they going to do? They're going to rearrange, I guess. 
take it to Take it to easy might start. Hino hmm. come off the bench. Yeah, Hino off the bench. Probably Luke Lewis is still recovering, eh? He's not back for what when did I see how long? Would he have a shot? Is it, didn't he have like more cancer treatment? No, 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 no. I thought it was a shoulder. Really? I, I thought I, I thought thought I saw something about um more cancer shit. Sharks fans, if you haven't turned the show off fucking two years ago, let us know. <laughs> two years ago, because this is a fucking long episode. We've gone for two years. Come on, settle down. No, we've been bagging them that long. They probably fucking got they've got very thin thin, that's, thin that's, skin. Sharkies fans. That is the life of a sharks fan. Yeah, I mean, because he did have he did have the um the shoulder thing that happened uh, over there in um during the World Cup, which was a, a terrible thing. But um, they're saying here round five okay. is what he's is what he's targeting in terms of uh the uh the shoulder injury. But um, if you want to keep talking for a minute, I'll actually see what else I don't is know going if down. I can do that. Um, yeah, I I don't think the dog has got much of a hope in hell in this game. Round seven, I'm looking at. There's another thing saying he's aiming for round seven. He's had another health scare. He's aiming for a round seven return to the NRL despite another health scare and um, just disrupting his recovery. And they're saying that, yeah, Lewis had been placed in isolation to undergo radiation therapy after tests had discovered the shark star was producing a hormone that his body should not have been producing. Jesus fucking Christ. And given that uh, thyroid cancer is what he had, then... um, you know, production of hormones probably would fall under that under mm. under there again. So uh, he was he was going to schedule until that setback last week. Uh, he's, so I guess he's uh, he was looking at round five, and that's now been put back to round seven based on what's happened. Wow! So I wish him all the best, and um, the sharkies, Jesus, sharkies. I mean, you know, tough nut. Couple of weeks without Gallon, couple of weeks without uh, Fafita, Luke Lewis, who's you know inspirational for them, and uh, if any team he plays for. Uh, including the uh, ungrateful Panthers club that uh, so unceremoniously fucking Don't upset off. the nerds. I t- look, I can't see Cronulla winning because once again, I just find them a side that just doesn't seem to have points in them, frankly. And like, you know, obviously the doggies didn't set the world on fire either when it comes to scoring points. Uh, they need a fullback desperately and their back line is looking pretty th- threadbare. But, but... I still think that the dogs will win, and I and I feel absolutely ashamed of myself for saying so. You should. Sharks one to twelve. And that is full time for episode one forty five. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter. So follow at TWI League. I've cracked over four thousand followers on on Twitter. So that's pretty good. Legends. Uh, on Facebook, of course, facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. So make sure you hit the like button, share our posts, all that good stuff, spread the love. Uh, we cracked 2,100 likes on that one as well. So I mean, I'm loving that. But quite frankly, this doesn't equal the uh, listeners that we have. So all memberships, I might add. Yeah, all memberships. So perhaps you should hit the like button. Uh, you know who you are. Do it. iTunes, <laughs> we had one review, obviously, based on us saying there was no new reviews. We had one this week from... Uh, Johnny Adams Esquire, <laughs> title, Real Talk in Decline, five stars, and the review is, no new reviews. <laughs> Motherfucker. 
Um, fantasy. Someone actually typed that in. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Uh, fantasy. I uh, hope everyone went well. Uh, we're still trying to get the Twitter League thing going. I've tried to do it a couple of times where, you know, connecting to this week in league account up to the... Um, you know, to the to the NRL fantasy to Supercoach, and like last year, we you know we had that big sort of group pool thing where we had you know like a hundred or however many people in it. Um, look, try to do it again, and their authentication for uh, for the Twitter accounts it just keeps crashing and not actually authenticating. So can't actually get in there and set it up, but we'll continue to try. And because it's based on the score your team gets through Supercoach season, it doesn't matter when it you know kind of happens. Um, sure. it'll, you know, it'll sort of happen. Um, now, uh, as far as tipping's concerned, though, I didn't actually um, print out the, the, sta- the standings, so I'm, I'm on the uh, on the website at the moment and uh, just taking a look at the the tips. I know I got fucking one right though, so I'm 120th out of a total of 121 people on there, and uh, you know the old adage of uh, anyone who's leading their tipping comp after four rounds doesn't know a fucking thing about footy. Exactly. And so the people who don't know a fucking thing about footy this week. Gaza Wonga, seven of eight. Nigel Bridgman, second place, six of eight. Shane Aaron Elvis, five of eight. NZ Tiger, five of eight. Mitch Brown, five of eight. And uh, we go down, Mikus Wickus, he's tied as well on five of eight in sixth place. Scott Beebe, Marcus, N Doubles, which is a DJX plane. Samage. All with five of eight. So that's our top ten. Most of the people got five out of eight. And I don't know where you are on that list, to be perfectly honest. But I do not know... last. I do know... No, not last. Who was the person who was last? It was... Um, I can't remember their name. But uh, I can see these people are getting three of eight. I get that. I accept that. That's fine. You just... You know, there was a couple of 50-50 games where I just had to make a pick and I went the wrong way. But these people, seven and six out of eight. Ludicrous. Spastics. They're tipping against their own club too, surely. I mean, you know, you just... You know, Which you just don't do. You just do not do it. Um, but yeah, congratulations uh, on on, uh, on Gazawonga for topping the, the table in the first round. I would imagine he'll finish close to last after, the, you know, the first four rounds go over and, you know, things settle a little bit. But get your tips in, footytips.com.au and uh, we got the, uh, the This Week in League one. Hit our Facebook page up. You'll see the link to it there and the password's embedded in the link. So if you haven't got in now, make sure you get in and, uh, yeah, be a part of it. Now, finally, the shop. We're still clearing out the old Revelation shirts, and uh, we've still got Tigers and Decline shirts as well. Might throw some random shirts in the uh, in memberships for you know various. Sure. Just randomly selected based on the you know, size we've got left and you know, stuff like that. So uh, yeah, get in there, and uh, you uh, may score yourself a additional free T-shirt. And uh, of course, the membership forty nine ninety five. You get exclusive Tool Nation shirt, stubby holder lanyard sticker plus additional benefits such as live shows live shows exclusive members only access to meetups. selected live shows yep meetups at least one two meetups yep. possibly more one yep. in Brisbane one in Sydney they are at least. definitely yep. set in stone dates to be confirmed um, I mean fuck more do you want imagine exactly. standing around a table for hours on end drinking yep. piss talking shit with us Think of a better night? I can't. No. I mean, it's honestly, despite the fact that you're getting like, you know, easy 50 bucks worth of merchandise. Yeah. That alone, you know, you paid two, two, three hundred dollars for that. Maybe more. My wife had paid two, three hundred dollars not to go. Yeah, and mine too. Yeah. Mine probably paid like close to ten thousand dollars not to go. Pack of bitches. (laughs) 
Don't listen to it this week. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, that's all we've got time for this week. So uh, best get of luck in tipping. Get your merch, get on board, support us. We'll support you by lambasting you. Exactly. Wild, and we had a massive surge. We had a massive surge on the memberships last week. And we uh, expect that to continue. And yeah, exactly. I, I expect to see uh, the membership figure to double by next week's show. And if that's the case... I look forward to it. It's getting to the point where I'll be like, you know, almost draw the line and say, look, you know, get in now or hold your peace till 2015. Good call. You, you wish you were that cool. Want to be part of the cool group? Get amongst it. Exactly. All right. So that's it for this week. Go to Panthers under seven whites. Yes, go down. I, I, I agree with you on that. Go to the whites because, I mean, I, you know, you have the full support of the board at this point. I do. But that's not going to last forever. No. It never really does. not. I've really got to pull out all the stops. We need a solid win. Um, you know, no fancy stuff this week. Straight and hard. Put it together, boys. I'm, I'm not sure I'm gonna ha- how I'm going to handle if Jackson scores a try in the game. I'm, well, I imagine you'll fucking do, start doing backflips. I'm going to fucking lose my shit. You can't do that. He scored a try in training last night. And it was quite a, quite an impressive little effort. Um, and I was, you know, in myself. I'm like, go, mate, go! <laughs> and I know I can't do that, but if he scores a try, his first try in a game, very, very proud man. I'm, honestly, I'm actually dumbfounded that he didn't actually get a hat trick in his first game anyway. Oh, come on, mate. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> no, I'm not putting pressure on. I'm just saying I'm surprised that it didn't happen. I didn't say to him, like, you know, listen, I'm expecting a hat trick out of you. said you better fucking get one. <laughs> Don't come home until you get a hat trick. Fucking no. Uncle Nate's not giving you any lollies and you can bash this can of solo right up your Panthers for life. See you next week. <laughs>